craft, ability, aptitude, expertise, genius, gift. I'm the fucking talent. Hey, what's happening, Mike Schmidt, 40-Year-Old Boy Podcast? You know what? Let's just get it out of the way right now, folks. Happy motherfucking Thanksgiving, right? It's what it is. It's uh, Well, you're not listening on Thanksgiving. If you are, good for you. I don't know why you would be. I, you've got family. You've got turkey. You've got gravy to invest in. Uh, invest in. you got to put all your money in gravy stocks. Do that. That's what I'm doing. I'm putting all my goddamn cash into gravy futures. You think that SoFi thing is a fucking trick? Bullshit, man. I'm taking all your referral codes and throwing it directly into the gravy futures. I cannot wait for that to fucking pay off, baby. I'm going to be fucking in an avalanche in a goddamn waterfall of gravy. Uh, do I go brown gravy? Do I go white sausage breakfast gravy? Do I go to bacon gravy, which we've talked about before that I would stick my cock in? I mean, I fucking love bacon gravy, goddammit. So, Bacon gravy is worth my cash, and so is a, a thick brown gravy and a turkey gravy, right? Last year, let's talk about last year's Thanksgiving. I don't know if I mentioned it to you guys. I probably did. I forgot what I said last week. Uh, I, I did last year's Thanksgiving was uh, me, solely me, me alone in my house. I bought a pumpkin pie. I bought turkey uh, that I made myself. I bought, um, what did I buy? Stuffing. I had cornbread stuffing. I bought a jar of turkey gravy because i that's the thing I don't know how to make. I follow chefs on Instagram, uh, the lovely Amanda Freitag. Uh, you know, I, I, Amanda Freitag, I believe she might be playing for the other team. I, I think Amanda Freitag prefers the company of ladies. I think. I don't want to speculate. I don't want to say. Uh, and, and look, I wouldn't blame her if she did because men are disgusting, right? We all hate men. Who hates men? Me? You? Everybody? Everybody. Everybody. Everybody hates men like me. Well, no, not like not men like me. Everybody hates men just as I do. Good Lord. I just, I just wrote a song about hating me. That's bad. Did I write that song? <laughs> Let's 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 parse that for a second. Did I write that song? I'm not sure I did. All right, uh, but Amanda Freitag. There's now a Food Network app where Amanda Freitag and Jada. Oh, Jada. Oh, tiny little wedding cake size, pocket size Jada, who I just I just want to keep in my mouth. Uh, Jada is amazing, and she she's also on the app. And then uh, everybody else, Guy Fieri, Fieri. I know uh, I think Mex makes fun of me when I say it like that, but that's the way he says his name for fuck's sake. What am I going to do? Argue with the guy? Guy's got a fucking empire. Guy's guy's bleached fucking hair and a bleached goatee and a goddamn fancy car and 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 a food empire that I would kill somebody for. I would run a goddamn train right through somebody. You get in my way? I'll bam you like fucking Emerald, baby, just to get that guy hands on some of that, that sweet, sweet gravy cash I talked about at the top of the show. Uh, but they have this app now where they show you how to do things. And so I follow on Instagram and I follow, I follow chefs because why not? Because look, folks, I love food. I know people have been very nice. They've reached out. They're like, how's it going, man? How's your list? How's your plans? Cause folks, I don't know if you heard, I have a list. I have plans. Uh, we got a six week list to implement, uh, things in my life. Um, where are we at now? All right. Let's, I guess we can update this for, well, should I do that? I don't want to lose my way. Uh, I, I can't. We're on a we're on a good uh, beat here talking about chefs on Instagram. The chefs of Instagram. Who is killing the great chefs of Instagram? Um, all right, I guess I could say I'll update you in a second. So the chefs on Instagram that I follow because I and it's it's ridiculous because again, uh, you know they're great, but also they're cooking food. I want to see them cook food. That's the whole point. Chef Jeff Greenfield and and uh, and Chef Alton Brown, as you know, who I've talked about at, at length on this show. Amanda Freitag, I do not, as I yawn, why am I yawning, this is daytime, I'm actually talking to you, this is Wednesday morning I'm recording the show, it is 11.03am on Wednesday, November 27th, so I guess, when I say happy Thanksgiving to you, it is a, uh, 
It's kind of, you know, it's early. I, I'm, I'm actually saying it early. You'll listen to it late because we're not going to hit the sweet spot at Thanksgiving. I guess we could dovetail it. There's a Venn diagram. There's a Venn diagram, Venn diagram of guys who wish people Thanksgiving on Wednesday and people who listen after Thanksgiving, like on Friday. And then right in the center, you know, it's their Thanksgiving. Let's add it and take the average. Let's do that. If I say happy Thanksgiving now, and I guess, you know what, let's do this. If you listen to old shows uh, from Thanksgiving's past, do those count as happy Thanksgiving greetings? What if you listen to an old Thanksgiving show in like May? Are you like, ah, this fucking dick is early or God, he's super late. Or do you recognize the fact that you're pretty fucking late? Listening to the, the Thanksgiving 2014 show in May of 2020? The fuck, man? Although I encourage it. There's a back catalog. Please plunge into it. It's out there on YouTube. It's waiting for you to go ahead and open your ears and just pour it in there like a thick fucking word gravy. Oh, that's what you want is a thick fucking word gravy, isn't it? <laughs> I just want I just want to pour a fucking ladle full of gerunds all over myself. God damn it. I'm going to take a goddamn word gravy bath and just pour a ladle full of fucking uh, clauses. Uh, hooking up words and phrases and clauses. Well, conjunction, junction, what's his function? That's what he does. I just fucking told you. Why are you asking? I just fucking told you what he does. Uh, so I follow these chefs on Instagram and they, some of them post food, which is great. Uh, but then they post their adventures and I, I don't look, I, I, I understand you're a chef and I, I want to follow your fabulous life. If you do cool things that are food related, but I don't want to see Ted Allen going to like a gay pride parade or Amanda Freitag telling me about what her new den looks like. Although, or no, she goes to fucking Pilates all the time. Now, look, if you want to do Pilates and stretch the fuck out, that's I know. I, you know what? I'm also I'm being disingenuous. I would watch Amanda Freitag do Pilates. That's a bad example. I don't know why that popped into my head because she does. She goes to the gym and she posts from the gym, but not her doing the stuff. I'll watch you sweat the, like a motherfucker, Amanda Freitag. You want to fucking get busy? I'll watch. You want to start uh, twerking in the gym before you go make me a uh, not make me, but make a club sandwich because of it. Uh, you're a cook. You're a chef. That's why I'm not saying she's making me one. I'm not like, get me a big sandwich. I'm not a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. And also I'm being disingenuous here because I watch Jada do everything. Jada, Jada shops in Italy. She she makes uh, appetizers. Uh, I just I just want to keep her in my mouth anyway. Uh, <laughs> so I watch them make stuff. So anyway, Amanda Freitag, and the, there's this new Food Network app, which I don't have because um, you have to pay for it, which I, look, I we've talked about money, and I'm the kind of guy who's uh, up in the air on it. I'm a coin flip sometimes. Hey, this would be a good idea, but I just can't. I can't fathom paying to watch the holiday baking championship on my phone. It just, it just does as much as I love it, as much as I love these things. Cause I've been using uh, means that I can't go into. If you can see my eyes shifting right now, you, you know what I'm doing. I'm talking about the fact that there's sneakiness about, uh, I will find things online and I will watch them. Uh, like these food network shows. I watched the ultimate Thanksgiving challenge and that was bad. Didn't we watch the ultimate Thanksgiving challenge? J- the only reason to watch it was Jada was the host. Oh, have I mentioned Jada? Oh, she's terrific. She cooks all sorts of dishes, whether they're Italian or Italian, and I just want to keep her in my mouth. Um, so Jada's there. And then to balance the Jada, because Jada's amazing, uh, they have the judges, and, and they just, they look. I, I've, as I've talked about, there's all these chefs that are basically the house Negroes for the, the Food Network, and they wind up getting put into every show and doing everything all the time. Uh, and, and they brought out a woman. There's a woman named Carla Hall, who I don't... Look, she's just not for me. I'm sure she's terrific and people love her. Uh, They enjoy the fact that she looks like a combination of Beaker from the Muppets and Big Bird from Sesame Street. But I am just not on board with the Carla Hall and her her hootie hooingness. When she was on Top Chef, I did not enjoy her. Uh, I just don't. uh, She just 
she's not she's not bad. It's just that's not who I want to watch. I don't want to see a Carla Hall come in and hootie who and and she just she's just off putting to me. She's a she's she she strikes a tin eared note for me, if you will. I don't care for her. But now she's fallen directly in with all the other Food Network people. She's on all the baking shows. She's a judge on uh, the baking championship shows or the the fucking what was it the Halloween baking championship? Yeah, because they all get all dressed up. Because then they got this guy Zach. There's this dude. He's like a fucking uh, glitter dust gay sugar dude, and he's the fucking he's a baker and i love that guy i love watching that guy and then there's sherry lan uh, lanyard i think is her name and uh, there's all the they're all great those are great there's some english chick from uh, i've never seen before she's like a fashion model now she's an english british presenter and a chef from england and uh what's her name Lori something i don't fucking know but i i but the ones i don't like are the ones i truly don't like and no offense carla hall i'm sure you're terrific and everybody enjoys you she's on she was on The Chew or The View or because I never watched The Chew. That was a morning show. That's a, that show went to hell because Mario Batali was the host. Isn't that great? Mario Batali was the host. They're like, hey, man, welcome to The Chew. And then it turns out Mario Batali is knuckle deep in all of his fucking female chefs that work underneath him. And they're like, well, we probably got to go ahead and cancel The Chew now because uh, Mario's got to wash his hands for five years in jail because <laughs> he's a fucking scumbag. Um, what is it that turns people into scumbags? There's a chef, man. His name is John Besh. I probably talked about him on here. I followed him on Twitter and he followed me back and I was like fucking John Besh followed me back no way John Besh was a he was a judge on Top Chef uh, I made I have I've actually made a recipe of his he has a crab dip that uh, I, I talked about it Jesus Christ I know I'm just repeating myself at this point I guarantee you I am just in a hamster wheel telling you stories that are stories from the past but uh, Besh had because I know I did this because one time uh, it was I was with my ex-wife and I was like oh, I watched John Besh make this crab dip on PBS I'm like I gotta make this crab dip so I went to Whole Foods and I grabbed all the ingredients and I put it on the belt and they rang it up and I didn't realize that jumbo lump crab meat was like twenty four dollars a container and I bought three of them so by the time they were done ringing up it was like ninety nine dollars for a fucking crab dip and I'm like you gotta be kidding me man uh, you're supposed to stuff it in tomatoes you come home you mix it up you stuff it in tomatoes and uh, I, I brought the tomatoes and I'm like I don't want to hollow out any fucking tomatoes man so I just I just bought bread and crackers and we ate it like that and god damn was it delicious hey you know what worth ninety nine bucks if you're rich, there's a reason rich people are fucking rich and they eat rich food like jumbo lump crab meat uh, because it's fucking delicious like a ninety nine dollar jumbo lump crab meat salad is much better than a fucking dollar taco bell taco now look you can find joy in a dollar taco bell taco at two o'clock in the morning when you're fucking half loaded or whatever the fuck but dude if you were if you were fucking it depends on what you're drinking like if you just drink fucking PBR all night and you're like god damn I'm soused I can barely see straight let's see if I can somehow get my car into the drive thru and grab myself a dollar's worth of tacos here at Taco Bell mmm oh that'll quell the rumbling in my gut. Meanwhile, you'll get rich people. They're like, well, I, perhaps I will drink some Melort and, uh, and, <laughs> and, and go home. Uh, I will have Jeeves take me home. I don't know why Jeeves is driving. He's a butler. I'll go and have some more Melort and some Dom Perignon, and then I'll have some crab dip. Is there any? Honey, uh, mu- Muffy, darling, is there any Is there any of the crab dip left from, from the party in the fridge? Uh, I, don't, I don't know who this guy is. But I, uh, that's my rich guy. My rich guy is a cross of, between Ted Knight and uh, Bill Daly from, from my Ledger uh, Genie. Ah, uh, ah, uh, Genie, ah, uh, Tony, ah, uh, uh, we're waiting. Well, we're waiting. Where's that crab dip? Spalding! Uh, <laughs> Uh, that hat looks good on him though. All right. So, so crab dip. I don't know how the fuck did I spin off. And oh, Besh. So fucking Besh makes this crab dip, right? And I see it and I'm like, I got to have that crab dip. So I run out of the store. I spent $99. I come home and I look, it was fucking amazing. It was so, so good. Um, to the point where periodically now I will have some sort of 
PTSD flash where I'm like, man, I want that crab dip. Like I, I only ate it twice in my life. Uh, yeah, that's right. I went back and spent a hundred dollars again. Um, I think, I think actually I took a little off the sides that time where I was like, eh, I'll buy two containers of crab. Like I could, I couldn't make the, the chunkiest crab dip in the world. Chunkiest. And also, by the way, the second time I made it, I think I just made it for myself. So, uh, and that's, how's that for a lonely fucking story? Uh, <laughs> dude. Hey, I made a hundred dollars worth of crab dip for me and my ex-wife. Uh, and then she left. And then years later, I was in my home and I said, mm-hmm, I would love some of that crab dip, but it's just too sad. There's nothing. Nobody likes a sad appetizer. Nobody. That's it. Isn't that gross? You're like, oh, man, I'd love to eat a crab dip. It sounds delicious, but that's just a sad appetizer because it reminds me of my marriage ending. Um, but I did it, man. I ran the fuck out. I was like, it was one of those things where, again, in the middle of the day, I'm just like, ah, fuck this. I got to have some crab dips. I went out and got it. I th- like I said, I think I bought just like one container of jumbo lump crab meat. It wasn't $99 the second time around is my point. Uh, but Bash, he makes this crab dip. He makes a million different things. And his fucking PBS show is, is amazing. Uh, he's just, he's a Southern chef. He makes great food. He's been a judge on Top Chef. And then, and then uh, it comes out that John Bash Oh, well, he might have gone to conventions and brought his personal assistant and told her that she had to sleep with him and uh, made her sleep in the same bed, which. Look, I, I, I don't claim to know the machinations of seduction or rape, uh, and I know that they're not the same thing, but whenever I hear made her sleep in the same bed, I, I I'm all, I always get a chill because I know exactly what that entails where she felt like she had no choice. That thing where a woman is put in a position where she thinks, I mean, this is a superior. This is a guy who's, who's her, uh, her, her boss essentially. And he does everything he can to strongly suggest she stay the night. And then he, I, and I, I can't, uh, those situations, that's just gotta be a fucking drag. Like, cause you know, all she wants to do is fucking just kick him right in the crab dip and run out the fucking door. Right. You don't want to fucking deal with Besh. Nobody wants to see a naked Besh. I, I mean, I'll watch Besh make fucking beignets all goddamn day, but the second he whips his beignets out of his boxer briefs, I'm like, all right, buddy, you're on your own. You got to slather those up with fucking uh, uh, crab butter yourself. You ever have crab butter? Oh, dudes, I've seen them make crab butter. It's like they just, it's just, you know, and again, you fold crab into butter. It's not that hard. You got to get some room temperature butter, which is soft, and you throw some uh, jumbo love crab meat in there, and you spin it all around. You throw that in a potato. Oh, man, is that delicious. Uh, I like a food hybrid. I don't mind that. You can throw some crab in my butter. You can throw some butter in my crab. You can throw some crab in my potato. You can throw some butter in my potato. Uh, why not put them all together? I like potatoes. Here we go. Let's break this dish down. I, I like potatoes. I like crab. I like butter. What the fuck makes you think I wouldn't want them together? <laughs> I know you didn't think that. Uh, so Jabesh turns into a, he's a creep. He's, he's that dude who's like, you know, fondling ladies and, and just, and going, Hey, can I, you know, Crisco, your areola, is there something I can do? Would that be good? Or, and, oh, I don't know if he uses Crisco. He's certainly, he's a better chef than that. Hey, can I gee, can I gee your areola? How's that work? <laughs> you want something like that? Hey, uh, is there, you know, uh, I've just been thinking, is there any way I can put some bechamel on your pussy? Would that be good? Uh, I'm not claiming that he had game or no game. I, I'm just, these are just speculations about what he may have said to his underlings because he didn't, you know, cause at that point, nobody, no fucking boss who's trying to fuck his assistant or trying to make her feel uncomfortable. He doesn't come. He doesn't give her her best game. There's no way he's just like, darling, <laughs> I think that you're very beautiful. Would, I, would you like a shoulder rub darling while you have a nip of the old Covassier? 
Uh, no, nobody does that. They're all just like, hey, you know, you're fucking hot, man. I'd totally love to fucking put a spatula in your ass. Like, you know, just all that crude fucking because that's what it's about. It's about power. It's not about seducing a woman into doing, you know, into liking you or loving you or, or sleeping with you, whatever. It's about making them do shit. So you try to make them feel as fucking awful as you possibly can. At least that's my speculation with these guys because they all got fired. So I'm assuming that there was nothing redeeming about what they did. You know, it's not like Mario Batale was, you know, fingering, <laughs> finger blasting his fucking his sous chefs and then going, oh, you're lovely. You know, I mean, that just that's believe me, that's that's not going to make up for it. I got if you got a if you got a fucking womb full of Batali and then he looks you in the eyes and he goes, you're a great gal. You know, that's not going to fucking make you go, oh, well, maybe I won't report this fuckhead to HR or the cops. Um, but Besh made the crab dip. And uh, and so I made the crab dip and I loved it. So now with this Food Network app. Oh, by the way, Besh is canceled, by the way. You can't, it's not, don't think that you can go now. I said his PBS show was good and all this stuff because he made all these fucking amazing Southern dishes like New Orleans. But even Top Chef, I think they, uh, they like they, it was that thing where they had to fucking ice him out. Uh, they, and, and I think they did a poor, it was like, he was the Henry Cavill's mustache of Top Chef. You know what I mean? Where they had to figure out a way to digitally erase the guy. And, uh, and so there'd be just like two chef's chairs. And then one of the chef's chairs would have that hologram of Carrie Fisher saying, help me, Obi-Wan. You're my only hope. That was what they had to replace Besh with, uh, because they had to find something to fill the space. And there's just look, technology has not reached the cooking shows yet. It's spoons and spatulas. That's it. Nobody's got a fucking hologram technology they can use on a goddamn cooking show. I mean, look, Guy Fieri's got a bleach budget that'll fucking choke a small nation, and he's just yelling at people to cook shit. That's it. There's nobody out there going, well, what if we advance the technology? Fuck that. Chopped is literally just, hey, do what you can with these green beans, you fucks. That's what they should call that show. That's exactly the new that's the new name of Chopped. Chopped makes it sound like, oh, it's fancy. No, fuck you. Do what you need. Do what you can with these green beans, you fucks. That's my new title for Chopped. Um, so this app on the Food Network, they explain to you how to do things and how to cook things. And with 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 Thanksgiving upon us, uh, you know, I usually just, I, I, on Instagram, I post what I post. I don't, I don't come, I'm not interactive on Instagram. Nobody wants that because Instagram is just, again, then you're just part of the great unwashed. Nobody wants to be part of the masses there. I follow, look, I follow chefs. I follow some, I follow, uh, there's a couple of porn stars I follow on Instagram because why not? And then there's, uh, then there's just, there's this one dude I found. All right. I don't know if I talked about this on the show or not. Uh, I found a chick on Instagram and I don't even know. Like, I can't figure out what, how this even came about. I mean, she, look, I'm sure she's doing well. She's got a Patreon. She's making money. She's got a billion followers. She's got three different accounts because they keep canceling one of her accounts because she keeps doing things that she shouldn't. I don't know where she's from. I don't know her fucking name. I, I, I think her last name is Flock, uh, as in Flock of Birds with an E at the end. But I found this chick, and I, and I was like, what the hell? And uh, it's funny. I found her in the summer, right around when when Ahmad was here. And I just I, one time I pulled up a picture of her and I held out the phone to Ahmad, and he's just like, "What the fuck? What is that? What is that?" Because uh, let me explain to you what this woman does. This woman is uh, Flock Yoga, I think Flock underscore Yoga or Flock underscore Art. I don't know. She's got like I said three different accounts. And do I follow them all? Well, of course I do. Why wouldn't I? I told my brother about it too. Um, it's it's a woman, and I I don't know where she lives. I I she looks like she could be vaguely Nordic, possibly Swedish. I don't know. Uh, she's got a head full of like blondish, almost like platinumish, iceish hair, 
And uh, she's a, you know, she's a thin little whippet of a lady. But here's the thing that's, uh, here's the drawing card. Now look, because there's a ton of, look, you go to your Instagram, you see a ton of women in bikinis who are like, ha tee hee, drink this uh, coffee because they're paying me money. You know, everybody bent over in a bikini and going, hmm, I'm advertising for speculums, you know, that kind of nonsense. So that's what, that's, you know what Instagram is. It's full of, you know what they call them? Influencers, ladies and gentlemen. And I, I am clearly not an influencer in any way, shape or form, but Instagram is full of them. And you'll find them and they'll be like, ah, oh, such a relaxing day on the beach with it's like the Truman show where they're like, yeah, it's such a relaxing day on the beach with this cocoa, Macoco, the best coffee beans you'll ever have. You know what I mean? And you're just like, wait a minute, is this an ad or not? What are you doing? Do you really like cocoa, Macoco? Uh, by the way, my favorite Instagram influencer is cocoa, Macoco. She's lovely. She's a, she's a, she's a <laughs> model from the, from the Maldives. All right. Uh, so this flock lady, man, she's, she's, uh, She's a yoga person, all right, with all that that entails. Unwrap that at your peril. So she's a yoga person, which means, and again, this is the, I will tell you this, this is the only thing that, that this is why you want to go to her page. This is her main selling point. This is the selling point this woman has. And this is the selling point that reeled me in to follow three separate accounts. Are you ready for this? This is it. There's, I, because a lot of people, like I said, the chefs, they, they share bits of their lives. They travel. They do interesting things. They cook. They, they share their food or they go to other restaurants. It's, that's amazing. It's a little peek into somebody's life. Dweezil Zappa, I follow. He's on tour. But my favorite things are when he shows himself fucking practicing. It's phenomenal to me to watch a guy because I can't play guitar. I told you, I'm fascinated by anything I can't do. So this dude's playing guitar and he's like pulling off and he's doing riffs and stuff like that. And I'm just like, this is incredible. And he's showing you how he's recreating his father's music and then he's going on the road. He'll do stuff from the green room on the road. I That... That stuff to me is incredibly interesting, and I love that. That's why I follow a Dweezil Zampa. Uh, there's a fighter I follow now named Liam Harrison. You should look him up. I think it's Liam Badco or Liam Bad Company or whatever the fuck, but it's Liam Badco. Might be an underscore in there somewhere. But if you look up Liam Harrison, he's an English fighter, kickboxer, Muay Thai. Uh, he's fighting in one uh, in January. Uh, one is a, an organization in Japan. He, uh, he puts up training videos of himself hitting pads, and you're just... To see the capacity the human body has for fucking violence, it, it's, it's, you, because I, again, he's a small guy. I think he fights at like fucking bantamweight or, or maybe even featherweight. Uh, but, but featherweight's heavier than bantamweight. Don't fucking write me. But, um, but he fights at one of those and he generates unbelievable power in his kicks and his, his hooks and his elbows. I mean, he just, he's a striking machine and he's got over a hundred, and 10 fights. I think he's like 86 and 24 with a couple of draws. He's got 46 knockouts. He's, he's just the power generated. And then he's, and he has these, he'll, he'll show you clips of himself training, but then he also has stuff where he's doing seminars and he shows you how he's training people. And then he's, these are all commercials because he's trying to sell you a series of fucking tapes, not tapes, but shit you can see on the internet and watch him fucking punch people and teach you how to punch people. And it's funny because I watch it. And I'm like, boy, I, you know what? That's interesting to me. I would really like to do that. Except the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to sit in my living room and throw punches at air. I mean, I need pads. I need shit to hit. And it's not like you can just fucking throw on a GoPro and watch the fucking thing in your helmet while you're kicking the goddamn bag at the gym. That's not going to help anybody for fuck's sake. Um, but in, I, I, but mainly I have it to watch him throw kicks. I mean, he's just devastating. He's throwing these fucking kicks and these hooks and, uh, and the fucking elbows. Goddamn, just viciousness to watch. So, uh, so I, you know, I follow him because he's a fighter who does, who, who's interesting to me. So that's, the thing, the things I find on Instagram are interesting. I try to find them. So, but 
So training stuff, food stuff, all that, all that is fucking cool. And and co- I follow comedians, I follow John Mulaney, who's great, or Gary Goldman, who's fucking constantly giving out like tips for writing and how to be a comedian and things like that. I find them very fascinating. Uh, and then there, oh, and I follow Maitland Ward. I mentioned her, didn't I? Redhead, fucking porn star, whose life is completely turned upside down because now she's a contract girl with deeper or whatever the fuck. I don't know. She, she was doing porn out of her house. Like literally she's like, tee hee, look at me in a, in a hot tub. I don't know. A lot of tee hee on this show this week. She's like, look at me in a hot tub. Hey, check out my nipples. Hey, I'm dressed up like a Wookiee. And then now she's like, Hey, now I'm a pin cushion. I got five cocks in me. Check me out. I got two fistfuls of cock and look at me. Watch give me, I'm going to give this guy a foot job. Hey, Manuel Ferreira. How you doing? You want to come in my hair? Okay. You used to dress up like fucking stormtroopers, And now look at you. All right. And good for her. She's making a fuck ton of money. I'm not, I'm not judging anybody. And I like watching. I'm, I, you got me. You reeled me in. And I'm simple. I'm going to watch fucking anything. I told you, I'll watch somebody stir batter. I mean, and, which is kind of what Maitland Ward is doing, really, in, in the abstract. Um, but I'll, I'll watch Maitland Ward, uh, you know, pose in a bathroom with her nipples hard. I don't give a fuck. That's fine. I'm in. Christy Mack, you want to bend over a few times and do the splits in a doorway? Oh, dude, you want to see something. Christy Mack, um, She's got, she'll put up a picture and she's doing the standing splits in a doorway. So like one foot's on the ground and then the other foot's at the top of the fucking doorway. And she's just, she's, so she's doing a standing split against the wall, uh, which I actually, you know, it's funny. Um, we have a friend who can do that. And this will sound weird. One time at the Christmas party, uh, uh, our, uh, <laughs> A member of the UN of Evil. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to say names, all right, because I'll just get myself in trouble. But one of the member of the UN of Evil's uh, wives did a standing split, and uh, and it and uh, let me tell you, it uh, it it threw the room for a loop. I mean, I'm still telling you about it like ten years later, or whatever the fuck. It was one of the things where it's like, uh, what? What's happening? Uh, you know, and the, and it, and then you go, it it does that thing where because you can't. Because all you have to still have pure thoughts. It's your buddy's wife, so you're just like, "Oh man, that's awesome that you can do that thing." <laughs> but at the same time, in your head, you're just like, "Oh, you know, I didn't, I didn't need to see that image. I really didn't, uh, because you know why? I'll never forget it. It's it's now seared into my brain. I'd say, and that's not even a joke. Like literally, if you did brain surgery on me right now, you cut open my skull and you pulled it out. The the picture of my buddy's wife doing a standing split against the wall is going to be on there like the fucking hot chick on the mud flaps. You know what I mean? You know that silhouette of the chick with the big tits who's leaning back on the mud flaps on every dumb idiot's truck? Uh, that, that's what you're going to find burned and blazoned on my goddamn, uh, on my brain. It might even be on the inside of my skull. It might be. It might have been fucking hot enough to burn bone. I don't know, man. Um, but that's an image that you don't get out of your head very soon. So I, I uh, so Christy Mack does it, and you're like, oh, boy. Um but I, you know, and again, I follow these these people on on Instagram because they're all interesting and talented, and they have something that they do, or they live interesting lives. They go here, they do there. But I've been following this fucking flock chick, and she has three different accounts. Like I said, flock art, flock, flock yoga, flock uh, something or other. I don't know. They keep banning her. Um, I can sum up her talent by with this. This is exact. This is what she is. What she does. She's bendy. That's it. That that's. That is her entire talent. That is what she offers to the world via her Instagram, several different accounts, her Patreon, uh, because on her Patreon, she's bendy and naked. So people are like, all right, here's some money. I totally want to see you pull your legs over your head while you're naked. That's exactly perfect because that's what she does. But here's the thing, dudes. She doesn't just like, look, I've seen, we've all seen somebody pull their legs over their head, right? We've all done that. 
I've been in, in, in fucking strip clubs where like some chick did it. It was like that was her coup de gras where she fucking locked her ankles beneath her behind her fucking her neck. And you're just like, oh, boy, that's just fucking. But in a strip club, it's just, it's got that dirty vibe where like she just you because, you, again, here's the thing. You're in a strip club and a chick's like doing all that stuff. She's kicking. She's getting money. She, and then at the very end, she like wraps her legs around the back of her head and locks her ankles. You half expect a guy in the front row to stand up and put his cigarette out in her pussy. That's that's it's just that kind of dirty vibe in a strip club. There's nothing nothing healthy about it. There's nothing sexual where you're like, ooh, that's titillating. No, at that point, you're literally just there's a there's a goddamn fucking truck horn on your fucking vagina at that point. There's no tease anymore. There's no tea. I almost did tee again. There's no, hey, look at me. Wink, wink. I'm spinning around on a pole and this is kind of cute and maybe you'll have sex with me someday. No, you lock your legs behind your head when you're naked in a strip club. And like I said, there's a good chance someone might try to pour cereal into your pussy and eat it out. I mean, they're just you. You become different at that point. You're no longer just a stripper putting on a show. At that point, now you become almost an object. And I don't mean that in mean way i'm just saying that that exists in the air where you lock your legs behind your head and then and then that because that just that's a good way to go from pg-13 to hard r like right the fuck away that's 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 a couple of drinks at the bar to hey did this bar have a pinball machine you know what i mean that that's where you're looking at you're just doing your dance and you're spinning around and maybe taking your bra off and doing a little tease hey damn this is a nice bar let's have some drinks and then you fucking lock your legs behind your neck and everybody's like hey jody foster you ever play pinball it's like whoa man it goes from zero to fucking 60 in seconds so that is that's a move, man. If you're if you're and if you're locking your your legs behind your head and and look, I'm I'm going to speculate this. All right, and I don't want to be a shamer. I'm not trying to be that guy. We all love ladies, and I love women certainly, and I love uh, women being sexual. I enjoy that very much. I I I like feminine women. I like uh, sexuality. I mean, I enjoy all of these things. All right, uh, I just I just love women, but um. If you, as a woman, you, if you, you have to know, right? You have to know that if you're locking your ankles behind your neck, that's, that's the call of the fucking wild, man. You're not, you're, you're, nobody's doing that to go see, ha ha. I look what I learned. Like, you know, everybody knows the implication there, right? Everybody knows what's hanging in the air at that moment. Um, whether you learned it in yoga, whether you learned it in, in high school as a cheerleader, whatever the fuck, you know there's the inherent sexual fucking toxic brew that, in, that emits from every dude within a fucking five-mile radius when you lock your ankles behind your head. And I'm not saying don't lock your ankles behind your head. By all means, do it. Uh, it it's fucking sexy and amazing and also just kind of raw and and you're just like what the fuck man and it's just and it's uh, and it's awesome and and if it enhances what you do and you like it maybe you like watching from that angle i don't fucking know man this got weird um but this girl does it in her in her yoga thing she locks her, her ankles behind her head and and then like her arms are on the inside and she'll she'll put up like naked pictures on on snapchat but like with her hand covering strategically things that she needs to cover uh, and sometimes she doesn't cover them nearly enough. And people are just like, well, how you doing? We're going to ban you for a day. And that's why she's got all these other separate accounts. But also the thing about her is she's just, she just looks at, I, I, I <laughs> she, she really looks like she'd come to your house and she'd be super bendy. And then when you weren't looking your whatever pet you happen to have handy is going to wind up in a stew pot. You know what I mean? She just looks, 
She just looks rabbit boilable. Does that make sense? She she looks like she's not going to be ignored, Dan. Clearly, as she locks her fucking ankles behind her goddamn neck. She just has that. Uh, and again, I'm not casting aspersions. Who am I? I'm a fucking nobody. I'm sitting at a desk in a goddamn in a suburb. But she just she looks a little crazy and and also looks like she embraces it like she's on board with that. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, I might be a little nuts, but look what I can do. And then she does all this crazy shit, folds herself into a wallet. And you're like, all right, great. Um, But all of her pictures, man, she just so again, locking your ankles behind your head. That's a move. All right. That's a serious move. But I've seen it before. That's my point. I've seen it in strip clubs. And like I said, the whole atmosphere in the room changes. Everything kind of just goes, all right, what the fuck is, you know, you know, seconds ago you were a stripper and we were titillated. And now you're on the ground with your legs behind your head. And at, at some point, some dude is going to jump on stage and plant a flag and claim this woman for the United States of America. I mean, honestly. Uh, but Bendy, Bendy Flocky yoga woman on, on Instagram, she doesn't just, uh, she doesn't just lock her legs behind her head, folks. She doesn't, it's not, no, no, no. She, 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 her, she's, I, her joints don't work. Like she's, she doesn't have joints. She has hinges on her knees and her elbows. I'm telling you, sometimes I will look at a picture of her and I will just go, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Like she's, she ties herself into this fucking Gordian knot. And you're like, I don't, I don't understand because she can bend her legs. Okay. Like, you know, the hinge that where your hip is, you know what I mean? The, whatever the top of your, the, your top of your thighs, your hip, that's bendy or swinging it around. But then she can fold her, her legs, her, like from the knee sideways. I, I can't, unless you see it, it's unexplainable. But if let's put it this way, if you did it to an action figure, it would break. It would snap right in your fucking hands. She looks like the aftermath of of somebody who fell from a trapeze. I mean, she's just she's on the ground in a pile. And you're like, this is just this is like a hay bale of limbs. Like, what the fuck did you do to yourself? But she's got her fucking arms twisted and her legs fucking spun. And And one of the things she does, too, again, I and look, folks. Don't judge anybody for what they like in sex or anything else or Instagram. This is all about sex and Instagram. Uh, she will do this thing. She'll she'll bend her leg up over her shoulder, like kind of around her shoulder, and then just put her toes in her mouth and t- and and take photos. And uh, and my favorite thing is her knowing her because again she's fully in control of this situation. She completely understands exactly what she's doing and and for someone to have that much sexual power over whatever subset of the community there is she knew she knew that like you know folding the legs around being all super bendy and fucking and just uh, just a uh, a woman who looks like she got contorted in a fucking car accident she knows that there's enough people who are like yeah that's oh man that's fucking hot but she knew that just by putting her toes in her mouth she would just she would draw in a whole other audience. You know what I mean? Like she just at the simple act of putting your own foot in your mouth, which I do all the fucking time on this show. And it's not sexy at all. But she does it on photos in real life. And and, you know, guys are just they just went off in their fucking pants like that goddamn uh, uh, video by the Lonely Island. What the fuck jizz in my pants? Jesus Christ. I couldn't remember the guy's name. Uh, Andy Sandberg. That face, that fucking jizz face. You know, there are dudes who see her the picture because there's a dude. I picture a dude 
who was like, he's looking at her photos someday and he's like, oh yeah, I like following her. She's sexy. And oh my God, Bendy. And I, I don't know what it is really the Bendy thing, but it works. And, the, and then the, 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 like a photo went up with her, with her toes in her mouth. And I'm sure this guy went <laughs> and, and just unloaded and ruined a pair of fucking dockers. And she knew, she knew that guy was out there. She knew hundreds of guys, thousands of guys like that are out there. I mean, how many times you've seen people on the internet? So girl, and she's like, uh, Hey, I just got my PhD in ancient history and I'm looking forward to starting my job this weekend at Rutgers university as assistant professor. And the guy writes, show your feet. Uh, because that's all it is. That's what the fucking world is ruled by libido and fucking disgusting people. It's awful. The world's a terrible place. Don't go there. Stay home. Uh, but she's just, she puts these photos out there, man. And she knew, she knew the addition of the toes was going to be enough to guess reel in a bunch more subscribers. And oh, another thing she does then see, like I said, I don't know where she is because there's, there's never anybody else in her photos. All right. And also I gotta be honest with you. I don't know. I can't explain to you. Her, her body is beautiful. That's, I will tell you that she has an, she has a really beautiful, unbelievable body and the things she can do with it are amazing, but I don't know why Bendy is is a sex thing. It is. I'm not going to lie to you. I see it and I'm just like, Oof. but 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 it's not like I'm in my, I'm, you know, well, it's one of those things again, like I said, like the dude with the toes in the mouth or whatever the fuck, he didn't know what he wanted to see until he saw it and then went, holy fuck, and then he blew his wad. Well, that's how I am with Bendy. Like I never thought, I didn't think Bendy was a thing, whatever, you know, Bendy chicks, whatever, but then you see it in action. You see your buddy's wife do the fucking splits on a wall or you see Christy Mack do a thing where she's fucking bent over, grabbing her ankles and staring at you through her legs. Or you see Bendy fucking pile of limbs. Who's got her fucking leg around her head, toes in her mouth, her fucking arm double jointed. And, 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 you know, I, you just, and you just go, Oh Jesus, I didn't even know I wanted that. That's something I, I, cause that's true. I didn't even know I wanted that. I didn't know I wanted to see fucking Bendy chick on goddamn Instagram, but I did. And I followed all three of her goddamn accounts just in case I miss one. What the fuck is that? Like, oh, oh, in case they ban her, I want to make sure I get her on her backup account. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Live your life. But I'll stare at Bendy all the goddamn time. And she always pushes the envelope. Like I said, on Instagram, she'll have like a see-through fucking white tank top or she'll be completely naked in a pool. But like she'll she'll like brush airbrush out her nipple or whatever the fuck. And uh, and I, I don't know. Like oh my phone, you know. Because here's the thing, I got to turn that off now. Hold on, everybody, don't yell at me. Let me turn this off. All right, thank you. Because otherwise, it'll sing that song the whole fucking time. It's weird. That's my. That's that's John, my trainer. He's as a ringtone. Uh, don't give me a fucking. All right, I'll tell you. Uh, did you hear that noise? That's John's fucking ringtone. All right, uh, I will tell you that story. Let me. I got to make a note about this. I'll tell you this in a second. Um. So what was I talking about? Fucking Yoga Jones. She's. She's. Um. She's bendy and folded. And I, again, it was something I didn't even know that I needed, but I don't know when she decided, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fold myself into an envelope and then put my pussy on the internet. I mean, good for you. There's nothing. Cause again, that's the side hustle. That's the hustle. We're all dreaming of. Everybody wants to go ahead and make the money with what they have. I, like I said, I want this to be my career and she wants her, her bendy fucking winking pussy to be her career and good for her. I, I, I hope she makes all the fucking money in the world. She's on Patreon. Uh, I follow her. I, she got me. I should wrote my, not on Patreon. I'm not going to follow her on Patreon, but I follow her on Instagram, three, three separate accounts. Um, and I question it every time I see it. Cause again, like I said, she's, she also, I don't know if she's using a filter or something, but it looks like she has no eyebrows. Like she has eyebrows, but they're all fucking, they're really light. They kind of match her hair. And then I'm wondering, did she dye them to match her hair? And also this chick she could be 22 years old or she could be 62 years old. I can't get a vibe for how old this chick is. I, I don't, 
I mean, she's because her face is just, I don't know if it's a filter she's using. She, she, she looks like a Sprite. Does that make sense? She looks like she should be in the fucking woods, bending legs over her head and talking to lumberjacks. I mean, she's just a fucking, it, it throws you for a fucking loop because she just doesn't, she almost looks alien. And, and I, I don't know if she's trying to do that, but her hair is such a, is such an interesting color. And then her, her fucking eyebrows kind of match it and they're real faded and light. Uh, and also I'm, I'm going from memory. They could be black. I don't know. I mean, it's like I'm looking at her eyebrows. <laughs> Seriously. She's got her, her ankles cranked up by her ears and I'm staring directly into the fucking vi- her vag. And I'm like, all right, that's a nice gupper shot. Hey, hey, burger shot. Good for you. And that thin, there's always that thin fucking strip. Cause on Instagram, she wears a swimsuit or whatever the fuck There's that thin strip that just like covers her fucking vulva and covers her, her uh, Jesus Christ. All right. I don't know. This world is run by pussy. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, I guess if you're asking me, everybody, there might be other people who are like, no, I like cars. All right. Good for you. <laughs> but as I've said before, pussy and nostalgia run the fucking world, man. Uh, but another thing this chick does on her fucking yoga page, she, she, cause again, I will tell you this too. When I told you I don't interact on fucking Instagram, I don't, uh, because, because it's, it's just a Instagram is influencers and a bunch of fucking tool bags trying to fuck influencers. It's terrible. Everybody. And it's all these weird men. Cause I will do this. This is my new, my new pastime is whenever flocky fucking yoga bendy chick puts up a fucking photo. It'll be, she'll be like, ah, and she hashtags it sensual hashtag bendy, whatever the fuck. And, um, guys, I check her comments because the dudes are just awful because again, she's presenting herself in a sexual way. Uh, and, and doing it for, and good for her. She owns her sexuality. She owns it. She takes it. She makes money off it. I'm happy for her. I'm proud of her. Uh, proud seems like a strong word, but I don't give a fuck. I'm proud of her. She owns who she is and she's using what she's got to make as much money as she possibly can. Good for fucking her. But then in the comment section, man, these dudes float in and they all, here's the thing. They all, they all try to have some cute, clever response. Someone will just put like hard eye emojis and they'll be like, uh, I'd love to wake up next to you, darling. Or, oh, I, I, oh man, if I came into my house and saw you like this, I'd just, oh, I'd love to be with you. Let's go to the islands together. Oh, man, I'd fucking make you feel so good. Oh, boy. Like, all the, every dude has that. Every dude writes this in the fucking comments. And then I, because my new pastime, I read the comments, and then I go to their pages to see who they are. And it will be these these nebbishy fucking bald, bald, let me hear okay, bald gray mustache wire rim glasses. You know who that is? I, I describe it perfectly. You know, you know who it is? It's fucking Mr. Weatherby from the Archie comics. Oh, <laughs> the principal, that big fat goofy head with an infant head and had that tiny hair, on, just awful guys. And you're like, what? Because look, I have I have nothing to offer that chick. I know it. I guarantee you I know it. Like if I I wouldn't know what to fucking do with her other than like I said, place her in my pocket maybe and walk away. I I couldn't I would have nothing to give her. I mean I I you know, I I just I I as I've talked before, you you just do that thing where sometimes you see somebody and they're so beautiful or sexy or out of your fucking league. Like you'll see, I've talked about this. I talked about it before. And and look, when Lily was around to take the edge off, it made sense, but I'll say it now. Like if you see some young, unbelievably beautiful woman who stops you in your fucking tracks, it's almost painful 
Because you're just like, oh, man, that is just fucking wow. And in your brain, you're like, you get all this weird remorse. Like, I could never have her. I would never have her. And in your brain, look, you can extrapolate and go, well, I don't want her. I'm like a mature lady. And, and all that's true. That's fine. But on a purely carnal level, when you see some fucking unbelievably hot woman or man on the street and you're just like, oh, no, I can't. I'll, I'll never. I couldn't possibly. Like, I don't even, I should, I should go hand this person $20 because I saw them. Like, honestly, it's that sort of feeling where you're like, this is, I feel like I'm, I ruined their day by looking at them. They shouldn't be gazed upon by one such as me. Look at them. They should be borne aloft on the shoulders of strangers or floating in a cloud. There should be a blue fucking genie granting them every goddamn wish and a fucking Jafar trying to kill them. That's how fucking amazing those people are. God damn it. Is Jafar the bad guy? I don't know. (laughs) Maybe maybe he's the prince. You know what? Fuck yeah. Jafar wants to kill him because the hot guy stole the genie. If there's a hot guy fucking, you know, like like I said, just just giant cock and fucking and ripped fucking abs and just gorgeous chin. And you're like, oh, Man, I don't even know what to fucking do. That guy's not even the same species as me. So I couldn't possibly think about talking to that guy ever or saying hi. Uh, you just see some beautiful woman with just, and, and that's what I feel about Flocky with her fucking, her bendy yoga stuff. I'm like, like I said, she looks vaguely alienish, vaguely like she's from another planet. And, but also she's all fucking twisted up. And, and, and like I said, sometimes it's sexy. And sometimes you go, man, did you fall down a lot of stairs? Like what the fuck happened to your body? But she's fine. She's happy to do it. But I don't understand these dudes who wander into the fucking comments and they're like, well, my dear, I'd love to treat you to some chops and a and a nice red. Fuck you, man. You're trying to make a date with Flocky Bendy. That's not fucking happening. You're not going to rail some fucking chick who's got upside down vagina and toes in her mouth. You don't stand a chance, Weatherby. Back the fuck off. So terrible to see these guys just wandering and be like, well, darling, I'd love to mess that hair up one day. Let's go and uh, hit the trail to get shut the fuck up, man. You shouldn't be allowed to look at her pictures, let alone write a fucking comment. But I say that knowing full well that that's exactly who she needs. She needs those idiots to think they have a chance in order to join her Patreon and give her money. That's the con. That's the grift. She's got to somehow trick somebody into giving her cash. And it's always these fuckheads who think they got a chance. So then she has to reply to them in the comments and be like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, and, or wave a handkerchief too. you know what I mean? And, and she has to be kind of vaguely flirty or nice or, or, and, and what I like is like Christy Mack doesn't Christy Mack. Because Christy Mack made her bones in porn and then she had a horrible fucking thing happen in her life. And now she's moved on and now she's got her own fucking OnlyFans and her Snapchat and all this stuff. And she's making money doing fo- photography and strip clubs. And she doesn't give a fuck. Like people will be coming into her comments and say shit. And she's like, why the fuck would you say that to somebody? I love it. Good. Tell them to fuck off. They shouldn't have any right to fucking talk to you in any way, shape or form. But Flocky Bendy, you know, she hasn't made her bones. You know, Christy Mack's a name. Flocky Bendy, she just needs fucking uh, all these dudes to fucking come up and queue up and think that they want to, you know, hand her money because they want to stare at her in upside down positions. And she has to encourage that. Like, you know what she does? Because I will tell you this. And part of me, like, I truly don't know if if she, maybe she likes it. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Because there are, sometimes there are people who crave that kind of attention. Any kind of attention is fine with them. I mean, look, dude. If you're fucking upside down staring at your own clit, I mean, obviously you've got 
some sort of look at me vibe, some sort of look at me gene inside of you, right? I mean, if you're if you're able to gaze into your own anus, if you're able to do a fucking a weird split bend and stare directly into your colon, then obviously you you clearly have some sort of hey, check this out inside of you, especially if you're putting it on the internet, okay? I mean, if you're selling your thongs to people, obviously it's like it's not just I mean, it can be purely mercenary. There's no doubt. I'm, I, I think to a certain extent it can be purely mercenary, but there still is a tiny somewhere inside of you. There's a small little baby Yoda of an inkling that's like, oh, yeah, look how hot I am. Check this out. Watch this. Uh, and rightfully so. Dude, when I fucking lose weight, I always feel fucking amazing. I want to take photos. I mean, I take photos of myself now. I look like a shit bag. But I mean, a lot of the times I fucking want to go, oh, man, look how good I look. I find in my phone, I've got photos from when I lost all my weight. Dude, I should use one of those now. Uh, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. That's what I'll do. I'm, I'm going to use. Uh, yeah, all right. This is a good way. This is a good backdoor into here. I'll go ahead. Uh, this week's photo. Look at look at your iPod. I'll use a photo from when I lost weight and I was and I was trying to and I was really really feeling myself and I took a photo. Um, I keep them in my phone. I keep stuff from the you know photos from when I was at the gym lifting and working out. You know, 110 pounds ago or whatever the fuck when I looked really good in my opinion. You, know, you might not think I look really good, but who the fuck cares? Uh, it's my show. I'll say I thought I looked really good, but. There's that vibe in you. There's that little tiny thing that goes, hey, man, check me out. Hey, look at me. Hey, look at this. And, uh, and it's funny. Everybody does it, man. Everybody puts up photos. You know, you, you know who does it? Max. Max, he cracks me up because it'll be like, uh, yeah, you know, you, you fucking, you know, you make your, your, you got that photo face, that selfie face. Like I, cause I, you know, I, yeah, I, accent, I accentuate my dimple or I smile a certain way or I smirk. Um, and he pretends like he doesn't put up selfies every day. Even if he's got a, like a meme or a, or writing on it, you're still putting up a photo of yourself, dude. I mean, don't, don't pretend it's not a photo of you. Uh, and, and, and I know it's not a thirst trap and I know you're not trying to lure people in, but are you, or aren't you, do you have somewhere inside of you? Like, didn't you think that that was a good photo of you to put up at some point? I mean, if, if you're putting up any photo of yourself, anyone at all, you've got to be thinking to yourself, well, this is the good one. I mean, I asked Max, he'll tell you, Max will be like, send me a photo. I'll send him 30. I not even joking. I'll go, hey, here's 30. And he's like, stop. He'll write me. He'll go, quit fucking sending me a million photos. Just pick one. And I'm like, well, you pick because I don't know what you're going to do to it. So pick the one that you think is best. And he's like, I don't want a million fucking photos. Uh, and I get that. But I mean, I, I'm trying. I, we are all trying to find our best angle. And if your best angle somehow shows off your vulva, good for you. If your best angle involves having your toes in your mouth and hard nipples, good for you. Make as much money off of that as you possibly fucking can. But she has to trick these dudes into coming into the goddamn comment section and writing stuff like, oh, I'll tell you what, I would I would bend you over. Ha ha ha. You know, whatever the fuck. And I'd flock your yoga. <laughs> I'd downward your dog. Ha 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 ha. Fuck you, you scumbag. You have no chance with this chick. And it's depressing to me that you even think you have a shot. Uh, but... They do. They come fucking out. Reply, guys. They're there all the time. So here's the thing. Like I said, she has to encourage that, right? Because she wants to get money or whatever the fuck from these people. So here's what she does. And it makes me laugh because I don't know. Like I said, there's something she could be weird as fuck. She'll get fan art. Okay. And it's always awful. It's always some pencil drawing that somebody did. And you're like, oh, I don't know what study hall you crafted this in, you fucking hump. You did you think this was going to be the thing that win you over? Hey, you know what? I'm going to draw you with tentacles going to all of your orifices, uh, orifices. How about that? Um, Because that's what it is. Like, literally, she'll get fan art of her fucking aliens because they I guess that's what comes to mind when you see her bent into so many different positions. 
you think to yourself, well, there she is. She's twisted up. She's bent. She's doing this. She's doing that. And it's very alien-like. So why wouldn't she have sex with these aliens I'm drawing? I mean, I, I guess that's where small minds go. And and they all do, man. They, they fucking paint this fan art of her. They draw it, whatever the fuck. And then they send it to her. And it's always her bent over like a railing with her legs over her head. And then there's aliens with like a tentacle in her she's got her toes in her mouth and an alien tentacle in her mouth and then there's aliens behind her and here's the weird thing like she's naked in the in the fan art and she still posts it on instagram and i'm like dude you're you're always getting banned here's why because they draw her naked they don't even draw her like with there's no modesty in the drawings of a woman fucking an alien anyway i guess but when they take all of her clothes off and then you know so there's her you know her drawings of her nipples and her fucking vagina and but stuffed with tentacles and she's all and she'll post it and she'll be like great fan art from ron in tacoma washington and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about because I truly believe, like I said, she needs to grift these dudes. She needs to hook them in and make them think that they have a chance. That's great. Because they're all thinking, you know, look, I'd love to put my toes in your mouth. Ha, ha, ha. Shut up, you disgusting fucking hunk of flesh. But she needs that disgusting fucking hunk of flesh to, to think that he has some sort of chance. So he supports her and sends her fucking money. So she has to encourage it. So she puts up that fan art, no matter how ludicrously awful it is, man. It is, it is. It is fucking off-putting to the extreme, in my opinion, but maybe not to her, because that's another thing. I go this route. Maybe she's not just trying to go, oh, well, I'll put up this fan art so this guy keeps sending me money. Maybe she really gets off on the idea of guys drawing her naked and fucking some guy from space. Because I told you, man, I don't, I don't know anything about this woman. I, I, all I know is that you, you, can, you could carry her out in a suitcase. That's the only thing I know. I know that she would fit in your duffel bag. That's the only thing I know about this lady. But, but I told you just by looking at her, her, in her eyes and in her face a little bit, you can see that kind of, it's a little glazed over. And now look, that could just because she's fucking, uh, you know, displaced her fucking septum or whatever the fuck by, she's, by bending her head around. I don't know. Um... But, but there's something about her that looks like maybe she enjoys the idea that guys are jerking off over her and drawing pictures of her getting railed by aliens. Raelians. She's getting railiened. Uh, I don't know. I can't figure it out. But she puts up the fan art, and every time they put it, she puts it up, I'm like, you fucking disgusting clowns. How the fuck would you give this to her? Why would you send this to her? But she posts it, so maybe she digs it. Maybe that's her deal. I don't know. I don't know. How the fuck did I get on that? Jesus, what did we talk about her for a fucking hour? <laughs> Go find her. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Fucking light eyebrows and dark eyes. And she's got like, it's, uh, you know, I always think of fucking uh, uh, Quint in Jaws because she's got a doll's eyes like a doll's eyes because her eyes are black. Her eyes are black like a doll's eyes. <laughs> oh, the old ladies of Spain. All right. Um, the Spanish ladies. Lady. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, my ringtone. That's what I wanted to fucking tell you guys about. All right. Here's the thing. I'm going to tell you this story and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to, I shouldn't, but fuck that ringtone reminded me of this. I don't, I don't, here's the thing, guys. I, I just, I just want to be a, a normal guy. I just want to be a happy person. Don't you, don't we all want to be happy guys? Don't we all want to be happy people? Yes. Um, all right. I, I just, uh, uh, I shouldn't, but I, I, all right. I have a friend who's like really nice and, uh, and she's, um, you know, I, I've been talking to her recently. She's, uh, uh, she's lovely 
and uh and and um she you know she's a friend of mine and i you know i got kind of seen her i guess I, I don't know what yet things are you know whatever but but i, I just uh, i don't i don't want to be judged anymore i, I don't want to I, I i and i know we're all going to be inevitably and you have to behave certain ways with in, in certain in certain situations, in certain relationships and things like that. But I wasn't even I'm not even ready for that yet. I don't know. And I'm just I'm making too much of this. I'll just tell you, fuck. She's lovely. And, and, and she listened to last week's show. And she wasn't happy. Um, I, I And I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what the fuck to do. I, I don't I don't want all of my words parsed when I fucking talk. This is a person who, uh, let me, let me give you a little history. She doesn't know the show. Uh, she's only recently come on board the show and, and, uh, she doesn't know any of the history either. Uh, <laughs> so she doesn't know. Cause I, I, you know, I mean, I, you know, obviously my ex-wife was fully aware of my history. And then, uh, the last person, well, no, the, my ex, um, she lived a lot of my history and became a lot of my history. And she was a listener. Like she, she had been listening for years before, before we even met. And then she listened all through our relationship. And then that would happen where I would say something and then she would clam up and fucking, and it was just, it was, and I've, as I've talked about, I've, I hurt her through the show and I did not want to do that. Um, and here I am telling this fucking story, which is just going to do the same fucking thing. And I don't want it to, I just, I, but I just, I want to, I just, I don't want my words fucking parsed out. I, I, you know, she contacted me and she, you know, she's like, can we talk? And I, and I knew, and I fucking knew, you know, and, 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 and I, I, yes, we can talk. I, I'll, I'll, I'll happily talk. Cause that's the thing. I'll, anything you want to know, ask me and I'll tell you anything at all. I, I, I'm not, there's nothing, you know, I, I, for, for a good two and a half years on this show, I, I manipulated events to you guys to make it sound like everything was going great when maybe it wasn't going as great as I was trying to portray it as. And I just decided I can't do that anymore. It's like when I taught and I did that show after Minneapolis, I just said, Hey, I can't, I've, I've, I've basically been keeping you guys in the dark for a couple of years and, and that, you know, but, but I did it for what I thought were good reasons. And, and so I decided I can't do that anymore, man. I, I tell your stories you know, tell your stories. So, um, she said, can we talk? And I said, yeah, uh, you know, and so, and I didn't like in my brain, I, I thought something was up. Um, cause it, cause again, this is, this is very early. This is all very early. And so I, I, I contacted her and we talked and, and she said, Hey, I want to talk to you because you know, um, you know, I listened to the show and I know you've been having a bad week and I said, yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of a rough time, you know, and, um, and, and I said, but I don't want to talk about it. Like, that's the thing is I, I didn't say to her, I don't want to discuss this, but listen to me, ladies, you can attest to this men, maybe you too. Uh, there is nothing more off putting or boring on this planet than, than somebody you're dating or seeing or, or getting to know going on and on about their ex to you because what the fuck, man, either get over that shit and move the fuck on or, or you shouldn't be even in a room with me at this point. You know I mean? You got to have all your fucking stuff squared away, or you at least have to have it squared away enough to where you're not vomiting it all over the person who you're going to try to sleep with. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not, it's not an aphrodisiac for someone to tell you about how shitty their ex-boyfriend was. And you're just like, great. That guy sounds like a cunt, uh, more wine. You know what I mean? What the fuck do you do? 
So uh, she's like, it sounds like you had a, a rough week. And I said, yeah. And she goes, well, I wanted to talk because it sounds a little, you know, uh, there's some things you said. And, and, I, um, and, and she said that I lied to her. And uh, she said, um, she said, I lied to her because I had told her, okay, here's why, because I, and this is why I'm, I'm even telling the fucking story. Um, she said that, because uh, I had told her that my trainer is the only person who has a ringtone in my phone. That's true. John, John is the only person who has a sound that comes out of my phone because if he ever cancels in the morning, fingers crossed, because <laughs> I don't want to go to the fucking gym, uh, he can text me and I'll hear the little song and I know it's him and I can grab the phone and he can either say, hey, can we go earlier? Can we go later? Whatever the fuck. So he's the only one because he's the only one I need to answer right away or it needs to. It'll you know dictate. And I do it accordingly. Like if someone, you know, if if. You know, if I'm applying for a job or something, certainly whatever that phone number is, I'll give it a ringtone for, for, you know, quickly. So I, I'll always know that. But the only person I know who has a ringtone is is John. Um, but then I told the story last week about how, how about my ex's ringtone went off on my birthday. And uh, and she said that was a lie. You lied to me. I don't know. And she said, I don't even know why you would tell me this. You know, you'd go to the trouble of telling me that your trainer is the one who has a ringtone when uh, obviously she has a ringtone. And I, I dudes. I was fucking furious. I, I was fucking furious. And I, I shouldn't have been. I know I shouldn't have been because people have questions and that's fine and answer them. But I just, I don't fucking lie. I didn't fucking lie to her. I didn't lie. And I even said it. I, I just went, I didn't fucking lie to you. I didn't lie. She goes, well, okay, but I, I feel it was a lie. And I, I go, I don't know what the fuck that means. I, I, I'm telling you, I didn't lie. And I could feel old me who I don't like very much coming back. Old me who just, who just, gets his hackles up and puts his defenses up and answers in one word answers. And just because I don't, I don't want to be interrogated or put on this. I wasn't even interrogated. It was a simple question, but when I answered it, but just the word lie, dude, it just, it just drove me because also look, it enhances all of the embarrassment that I have over the situation with my ex that you fucking heard about last week. Kind of that I touched upon where I just, I I've been trying to shake it and can't whatever the fuck. And it just lives in me. And, and I don't want to talk to her about it. The last fucking thing she wants to hear me do is talk about, yeah, you know, it's been, you know, this was the, this is the anniversary of me sleeping with my ex this week. You know what I mean? Fuck. Nobody wants to fucking hear that bullshit. I, I, you know, I, I, te- I told you guys it. And that was, that was one thing. Uh, but to tell, to tell, uh, you know, an, a, a, another person who you're possibly seeing. I, I don't, I don't. And I, I, so I just went, look, man, I don't, I don't lie, you know? And she said, I see it as a lie. And she goes, maybe it wasn't a lie on a conscious level, but it was a lie of omission. And I just fucking, what a lie of omission. I can't, I just, I can't, I can't have my sentences surgically fucking taken apart. I just can't, man. I don't, because you hear that kind of shit and there's no, there's nothing, what do you say? Okay. Yeah. A lie of omission. I just did that. And I don't, it's too early for these conversations for me. I don't, I don't want to have them. And I know I, I uh, and, and again, she's great. Uh, this is not, uh, this is not really about her, but I mean, people have questions and they want to ask them, but I just, I, I'm sure it's about me going fuck. And no, it's not. Fuck that. It's not about me. That's a lie. That's a fucking lie. Again, I'm doing it because I'm, I'm covering. I don't mean to cover. I understand if you have questions, but if I answer them to keep saying I lied or whatever the fuck. And, and I, I just, I, I didn't. And then she's like, you know, she was weirded out about me having me. She's like, this is kind of, you know, uh, I, I don't know. The, I'm trying to remember the word that she used. She didn't say problematic, but it was like, you know, you're going and checking her social media, you know, and all the time. And I didn't know you were doing that 10 times a day. And then you said that, you know, you got photos of her in your phone and that's really weird. And then it's like, yes, I, that's right. I get it. 
I'm trying to fix it. So, I mean, if you if you don't want to deal with it or you don't want to be here, that's fine. I mean, I didn't say that, but but that's what's going through my fucking blood. And again, it's just like I, I'm as honest as I can be on here and then they hear it. And then she's just like, I because I, I'm I, I, and I, I don't I know. I'm wrong. I'm sure. But I'm not wrong. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, just lie of omission. I can't I don't want to have that. Fuck. I just you know what you want to do. You just want to fucking I hear that. And I, I just want to fucking leap into a gorge. You know what I mean? I just want to leap into a gorge and get away from that fucking parsing and the this. So you said that, but you meant this. And just literally just trust fall into fucking nothingness. You know what I mean? Just stare up at a fucking blue sky and white clouds and realize, you know what? This will all be over soon. This isn't going to be a problem anymore. It's going to be fucking great. You just fucking dive and then you land with a flat back thump and you figure it's all over and you look up. And then somebody rushes to the end of the cliff. You just jumped off and goes, hey, you lied because you said a gorge and this is obviously a chasm. You fuck oh god damn it so i i mean we had a long a long nice conversation and i think i think i think we reached an accord uh but in the moment i knew i felt this thing where i was just like oh man i i I just it's it's interesting you know you, you you spend your time alone and you think to yourself, well, you know, it might be cool to know somebody. It might be cool to have somebody. It might be cool to to have somebody in my life. And uh, and then you get somebody in your life, and then you go, all right, well, this is kind of nice, sort of. Uh, and that because then <laughs> you want to do all the stuff that you did when you were alone, or do anything you did when you were alone, and you realize, no, man, there's other people involved. Now you can't you can't do that, you know. And it's it's odd. You have to make. I wouldn't say it's you have to make a choice, but it's just your 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 life is is different. You know, you 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 have to consider other people if you're going to be with other people. And and look, I'm not. This is not any sort of you know. I'm not. I'm not sitting here going, oh yeah, I'm married. I mean, that, that's not the case at all. Um, but I, I'm, you know, you, you get to know somebody, you start talking and hanging out and doing stuff, and that's cool. Uh, but then, you know, I don't, I, I can't be, and also some other shit happened and I don't even want to get into that. And that's, and I shouldn't even tell you that, but I mean, it's just, it's man, how messy is life still, right? You're supposed to hit some sort of stride. You're supposed to hit some fucking, isn't there a point where you hit an updraft and you just start and you just start ascending instead of constantly being in a free fall spin because your shoot came out wrong and you're hoping to get grabbed by the instructor before you become a fucking street pizza, right? I don't know, man. I can't fucking tell you. You know, and, and people have been very nice. You've reached out. You've asked me about, like, what, how am I doing on my list and stuff. Well, you know, um, I, the, the getting to bed at 1, and you know, it's funny because Sunday night I was going to get to bed at 1 and get up at 9. That was the first. I was like, all right, let's fucking do this. And then I, I wound up in this conversation with this person and wound up talking until like one forty-five in the morning. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not getting to bed at 1. Um, but, I, you know, I, I will tell you this. The, the two, two of the main things that I needed to exercise from my life are gone. Uh, and they have been gone for a week, and that would be um, chocolate and heroin are both gone. Uh, I think we all know what I mean by heroin, right? I don't need to fucking say, (laughs) um, the, the, the social media heroin that I was indulging in is, is I've, I've, you know, it's one step at a time, but it's been a week, you know, uh, since, since last Wednesday, uh, morning. 
Everything got deleted. Everything got blocked. And I have not looked back. Um, and chocolate has been gone uh, as well. And still, you know, gathering. If, and because food is a, you know, food is a thing, man. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure that shit out. You know, my relationship with food is fucking complicated. I, I want to just, you know, because in the old days, I mean, I did. I have lost multiple uh, hundreds of pounds. You know what I mean? I, and I, I, four different times in my life, I've lost over a hundred pounds. Um, which is not healthy at all. I mean, right now my organs are just, they're so fucking furious. They're getting together with torches. Like I'm Frankenstein and I've got them pinned inside me. They're going to run me off a fucking cliff. They're not happy because it puts a lot of stress on your fucking body. When you do that kind of shit, it's like when I was taking accident, AR fucking every goddamn day. That's the thing you're supposed to take occasionally. If you get heartburn and you're supposed to take one occasionally, well, I was taking two a night for fucking two, three years because I didn't want to have fucking acid reflux. So my liver right now has got to look like a raisin. I mean, it's got to be all fucked up. I'm waiting for that fucking shit to rebound and hit me in the fucking face. Uh, you do all the damage. But I mean, I'm I'm fine right now. My, you know, right now, you know, it's funny. My calves are all fucked up from doing uh, the cardio because I've been lifting hard and doing cardio. And I get to the gym before John and I do cardio and I, and I wind up with uh, right now. In both calves, but more prominently in my left calf, I feel like I have Charlie horses all the time, like permanent Charlie horse buried deep in my calf. It feels like there's a golf ball of just fucking throbbing. And then, and John showed me all these stretching exercises and I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. But, uh, but I don't know. I hate the stretching part. It's so fucking boring. Um, but my, so my workouts have been going good, uh, as opposed, you know, what I talked about last week, but food is just a thing, man. I, I, when I lost all that weight, those times I was able to to parse it and make food a, uh, just fuel. Cause that's what it's supposed to fucking be. You know, I looked at it as fuel. I lifted, I just fucking had a protein shake and that's what I want to get back to. It's what I'm trying to get back to, but you just heard the beginning of this fucking show. I'm, I'm looking for gravy tips and shit like that. Cause that's what I'm doing with Amanda Fry tech is the only time I interacted on Instagram. I just wrote gravy. And so she made a gravy thing. And now in my mind, I'm like, yay, she made it for me. Even though I'm sure everybody in the fucking world asked about gravy. But in my opinion, Amanda Fry tag and I will always have gravy. She, she specifically made a gravy video just for me. Have I watched it? No, but I'm telling you, she did it just for me. Um, and, and such a weird week to try to get your food in order. Fucking Thanksgiving week. Cause I mean, my relationship with food is, like I said, it's complicated dudes. I don't even, I wrote that to Mex this week too. I was like, it's complicated. I don't, cause I sent him pictures of food that I've eaten in the past. And he's just like, why are you doing this, man? I forget even when we were having a discussion. And so then I just started sending him more food and he's just like, I just, and I was like, do you, do you genuinely not like this or, or I, what? And he's just like, well, I'm worried about your surviving on the planet. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of a thing, uh, which is genuinely nice of him to say. But, uh, so I just, I want to move on. I, 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 I want to move on and just leave food behind and let it just be like fuel. And I've done it sometimes in the past, but I've never been able to just lock it down and live my life like that. Cause it always, it just, it, I can never just walk away. Cause I mean, I love entertain. I love watching food shows. I love eating. I'm, I'm going to start cooking, but I mean, I'll be cooking more healthy stuff, which is maybe a, a good substitute, but always my thing with food always turns into some fucking epic Thor versus Zeus battle. You know what I mean? It's never just, I can't just walk away. It's always some fucking my way. Wait, wait, did Thor fight Zeus? I have no fucking idea. He might've, but it always turns into some bullshit like that. You know what? I mean, I'd love to just walk away calmly and just go, Hey, food is fuel, man. I, I just, I don't want to worry about it. But instead it turns into fucking some epic struggle where it's just me in a, in a fucking chainmail suit. And I got a two bladed ax trying to fight a fucking donut with a crown on and a fucking crazy beard down to the ground, shooting lightning at me. I mean, what the fuck, man? I'll battle that fucking donut. I'll take a two fucking bladed ax to a goddamn stuffed mango madness from fucking voodoo donut. Take me on donut. Who wants some? 
that's the thing. I can never just walk away. There's always some donut that's got my name on it. There's always something who's fucking calling me, someone who lives around the corner. It's always just me. And I, I again, it's just nonsense, right? But it's ridiculous. Inevitably, I'm going to be wielding a broadsword with two-fisted fucking grip, and I'll have a skull mask on as I approach a fucking renegade pork shank who wants nothing to do with climbing to my stomach and keep me fatter. You know what I mean? Just want to, I got to fight off donuts and pork shanks at every goddamn turn, but they're delicious. And I love them. And I love being like that. And I love knowing food. And, and, and I guess there's a way I can go and be that foodie. Cause I did that for a while. Remember when eating is for the week, I still ate good food. I just ate like two, three bites of it. That was the deal. And, and maybe that still exists. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to do the keto thing. I talked to my trainer. Who knows, man? I don't fucking have a clue. But we're on we're on point. No chocolate, no uh, no heroin in a week, which is good. And uh, and food is getting squared away. Uh, and and I, you know, and I had a fitting. You know, if, if food is gone, I had a fitting farewell when my friends were in town. I didn't even get to talk to you about that last week when the fucking UN of Evil was here for the Bears game. Uh, remember, I bitched about how they were going to go have pizza at the Rainbow and all this shit. Well, well, it turns out as fate would have it. Um, I actually got to be in charge of the food the entire weekend, pretty much. So on, on Friday, we went to lunch at John and Vinny's, which was an Italian, it's an Italian joint that I tried to get us into on, uh, for dinner, but it was, it was booked, but they're open for lunch and we went there and we got fucking rigatoni with a six hour bolognese. We got a fucking like a persimmon and apple salad. We got a fucking kale salad. It was delicious. We got, uh, two different pizzas, the LA woman. And we got a fucking, uh, like the lumberjack, which is a bunch of fucking meat on it and stuff. Um, I got a lemon spaghetti. God damn. I love lemon spaghetti, spaghetti limones. Uh, we got meatballs, two different plates of meatballs. Dudes, we went fucking off. It was fantastic. And it was, and look, I won't lie, man. They, unless they have really good wine. So they brought a bunch of wine and we just, and I love that Bacchanalian atmosphere. We are just sitting at a table going more of this, more of that, bring this. We want some wine, meatballs, you know, and just, and just me and my friends are ordering food and it's all going to go on the spreadsheet and we'll all divvy it up later. Like, you know, Dennis pays for it and we figure it out later how much everybody owes. I love the way we do these trips, man. We do Arizona that way. They did this trip here to LA this way. It's just, it's phenomenal. So to sit there with my friends and we're laughing and we're calling for fucking food and, and I get, and they just fucking say, I go, is there anything anybody doesn't like? They're like, no. So I ordered all the food. And they just fuck it. They all ate it. And they're like, this is fucking badass. Everything we ate was so good. And then uh, the next day, so they, they went out that night. They actually did go to the rainbow and they did have pizza. I didn't get to hang out with them. I should have. I really should have, but I didn't. <clears throat> and then Saturday I went over to the house. We watched college football. We hung out. They had a big ass Airbnb that was fun. Like I said, it was just, it just uh pool table and giant television. We watched college football. We were betting on it. Then we go out to, we went to night market song for fucking Thai food. And time, dude, I, it was same deal. They go, Schmitty, whatever you think. So I ordered fuck. And I talked to the waitress and she's like, you want to, you want to throw these guys a curveball?" And I go, oh, fuck. Yeah. I go, we'll get, I go, cause you know, we're going to get Jimmy wanted chicken pad tie and fucking Dennis wanted his coconut soup. But after that, we got a fucking short rib, like a curry. Uh, we, I got, uh, you know, fucking, uh, cow, uh, cow soy, cow you soy. I think it's called. Uh, and all that fucking dude, fucking Thai foods all got three names, you know, cow foo soy lip lap loop from the fucking hands. Christian Anderson, they got all that dumb shit. Whatever. I think we had a plate of that. We had some lip lap loop. We had some hands. Christian Anderson knocked that whole fucking plate down. Um, 
but I bought pigtails. I didn't tell them. I bought pigtails. Like, all right, everybody eat these. And they're like, what is it? I'm like, it's pigtails. And some guys wouldn't eat them. But they're deep fried fucking pork. That's all it is. I mean, it's just, it's fucking delicious. So we got deep fried pigtails. We got the fucking, the crispy rice salad. Uh, all the other stuff that I told you about the lip lap loop, of course, came. But here, this is funny. We got a beer tower. Fucking big guy saw a beer tower on the menu. He's like, we got to get a beer tower. And I'm, I just laughed. I'm like, all right, big guy wants a beer tower. So we ordered a beer tower. And, uh, Dude, they just kept, we, we got chicken grapau and they kept bringing the food, man. And it was just, there was no room on the table. We were trying to, we kept trying to move appetizers around and do this and put stuff on our plates and, and food just kept coming. And then that beer tower came and it was ludicrous. I have, I have a photo of the beer tower. I should put it up just with the big guy sitting there by it. It was, it was a $45 fucking beer tower. And it's just literally, it's just a fucking, looks like a gumball machine filled with beer. Fucking hilarious. And you just, it's your own you can pour it yourself. It's just there. It's chilled, ice cold, whatever the fuck. And you just drink, you just pour all the beer out of it. And I was like, they're never going to do this. Cause it was Jimmy O. I think Eric might've had one beer. I think Woj might've had half a one. And then it was Jimmy O and big guy. And they just, they, Jimmy O is just pounding. Cause big guy has a rule. Get this big guy. Won't drink beer with his meal. Drink big guy. will drink eight beers. The food comes. Then he wants a Coke. And then when he finishes, then he might have a beer or two after his meal. It's like insane. And I'm like, man, everybody's got rules. The big guy's got his own fucking rules. He got to get it done. So, Jim, but Jimmy, oh, he's drinking beer the whole fucking meal. And then, I, and they're like, we're never going to finish this beer tower. And we're eating. And there's all this food. We're fucking putting it away. And the tie joint, it's fucking crazy fun and celebrating and yelling. And everybody's having a good time. And, uh, and it's just the atmosphere of the restaurant. We're not the ones yelling. I'm just saying everything. It's just loud. And then, uh, I glance over and Jimmy, O gets a beer and he's like, come on, big guy. And then big guy drains it and they drink. He got the last beer. They drank the fucking beer tower. Astonishing. They drank the entire two guys, basically drank an entire beer tower. And this is during dinner. Then we're going out and, uh, and, and go out. We did. We wound up going to fucking, uh, that's where we went up the street then to, uh, to the whiskey. And we went to see, uh, the atomic punks, uh, um, the atomic punks were, uh, you know, fake Van Halen. I call them that all the time. Uh, but, but I had seen them three times. I saw them a million years ago and Ralph was the lead singer. And they were great. You know, I, I won't lie. They were great back then, but I'd seen them. And you know, I remember how I bitched about it on the show. It's like, ah, fucking Atomic Punks. Uh, hey, man, I'm going with my friends. You're going to be out with your friends. Who the fuck cares? Why are you bitching? It's another thing. I'm too old. Too old to be fucking caring about, well, this happened and then that happened. Just fucking stop being a grandpa. Go enjoy yourself, man. So we went down to the whiskey and, uh, you know, we went to see the Atomic Punks. We walked in the bar. There's like four other bands. We walk in, there's a band called Rocket On, and they were awful. Uh, they were just, they just, what a mess. They, they literally, like, if you had heard this noise in your yard, you'd throw a pitcher of hot water out the window. You know what I mean? Just fucking terrible. And they, they really had a, they had a vibe that they had won a high school talent show. I'm not even kidding. Just the, the music, she was out of key. There was a woman lead singer, and she was real young. And she's like, hey, guys, we're Rocket. Oh, I mean, just... No chops, no stage presence, just awful. And I'm, and it's funny because I didn't know what time the punks went on. We were told 1030. So we finished dinner and we got over there around like 9, 930. And Rocket is still, it was on. I'm like, all right, we'll deal with Rocket. And then I watched, I actually walked over to the Viper room because I wanted to get a shirt for fucking Max. And uh, I, 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 I texted him photos. 
Max is a fucking odd bird, man. I sent him photos from the whiskey. Sent him the photo of like I sent him a clip of the band Rocket, and then I said, "Hey, man, what size shirt do you wear?" I sent him a thing, and he goes, "Don't give me a shirt. I don't. I don't want a shirt." And then I sent him another photo. He goes, "Look, you got to stop sending me photos from this, man. You're just you're just triggering my anxiety." I don't. And I'm like, "All right, cool." And it's, that doesn't make him an odd bird. I mean, he just you know if it triggers his anxiety, it does. So I stopped sending him photos. Um, but I asked him if he wanted a shirt. He goes, "No." He goes, "But if you get over to the Viper Room, which is a block away," so I just walked over to the Viper Room went and bought a shirt. Uh, a band there that Max would have hated even more than Rocket. Walk back to the uh, to see the punks and and uh, they're ready to go on at ten thirty, right? And then uh, they start breaking down the stage and they Lemo is coming up. They're like Lemo is next, and it was like I lean over to the guy. I go, aren't the punks on at ten thirty? He goes, no, punks go on at eleven thirty. I'm like, son of a fucking bitch. Now we got to see another Rocket Rocket Part Two. So I'm up in the balcony with uh, with Dennis. And, uh, and the other guys are finding their way. They're downstairs. They're in the pit, whatever. And uh, and then Lemo comes on. I don't know who the fuck this is. I honestly, this is not a joke. When I heard it was named Lemo, I thought it would be a Motorhead tribute band because uh, <laughs> they were like Lemmy, with, but they changed one letter. So I assumed it would be that because it's tribute night, I thought, even though Rocket was a fucking tribute to garbage. Uh, Rocket was a tribute to dumpsters. <laughs> um, but Lemo comes on. And it's a three-piece, bass player, guitar, guitar, guitar player, singer, and then a bass player and a drummer. And you can, ju- you can just hear from the, the opening notes of the first song. They're infinitely different than Rocket. Also, years, miles, light years, infinitely better than Rocket. And they start playing, and the fucking bass player starts wailing the drummers into it, and they are, they are all accomplished musicians but i'll tell you what then the guy starts singing and he's playing the guitar and i'm like who the fuck is this guy like i was i went this is a guy i i I knew it right away where i was like this is a guy this isn't just some fucking band and the fans start cheering like people are there to see lemo and and on the strip that's no surprise because you get a a block of tickets you got to sell them to whomever and get them on board and you get your own friends in there but these you know the pit filled up like people went from downstairs down to the floor and filled up the pit to watch lemo and this guy starts playing guitar and I'm like, holy shit, this guy's good. And he's playing guitar and he's singing. And the songs, the, the second, I'm, up, I'm upstairs with Dennis and Dennis, huge music fan, you know, and Dennis, it's funny, D- Dave and I joke all the time, you know, our friends, some of our friends like fucking Jimmy O and those guys, they love fucking hair metal. They love poison. They love Def Leppard and all that shit. But Dennis, you know, I love, and I, I love some of that stuff too, still to a certain extent, Def Leppard and all that's more nostalgia based. But uh, but I love that stuff and Van Halen. I I absolutely love and and you know. But I love Zeppelin and the Stones and fucking all all you know. The, the Beatles are fucking you know the best band of all time and and the Who and and uh, it, it, you know I love all that stuff and it's stuff that I have in common. That's the touchstone I have with David. I and Prince, you know David Bowie. You know he and I we we love that stuff. And Dennis is like that. Dennis's favorite band is the Rolling Stones. He's seen them like fucking ten times, maybe more. You know, um, and he loves Bowie. He loves the faces and, and all that. He loves all that stuff. So I'm upstairs with Dennis. So uh, he knows music. He likes music like I like music. And Lemo starts playing. And and I look at Dennis and he looks at me like, whoa, because we were both making fun of Rocket the entire fucking time. And this Lemo, they're 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 just great. And and it's it was real good and and it, it reminded me what it meant to like live music. I know that sounds strange, but remember I was bitching. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta watch these shitty bands on the strip. And 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 then seeing Lemo reminded me when I would bounce and I would hear a band that was good, a band I didn't expect. 
You know, I discovered Incubus through bouncing. I was bouncing and Incubus played. I didn't know a fucking thing about them. And then they played and I was like, holy fuck. These, who are these guys? They're good. There was a band that played called 10 Speed. They were so great. They never went anywhere. They never did anything. I, I still have their CD somewhere, but I loved them live. And I, and there's something to that. Seeing live music and falling in love with it is a really cool thing. It's magical to a certain extent. You know, when I saw Incubus, I was like, holy fuck. And look, and I'll say this, you'll laugh. I don't give a fuck because eventually what happened. But I was in the Troubadour and Creed played before they were Creed. And he, that fucking Scott Stapp owned the building. He might as well have been Jesus. Like people were moving on his every fucking word on his every, everything he did, every fucking motion of his hands. They were, they were living and dying with Scott Stapp that night. And I was too, I was bouncing, but I mean, I was right in front of the stage and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is really good. And then they had their run. That was just before their run. Cause this is in 97, probably early 98. You know what I mean? And then they go on their fucking run and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know a fucking thing about them. And, uh, you know, like I said, I see him at the Troubadour sold out. People can't move. Then the next thing you know, they're at the fucking at the forum or whatever the fuck or Staples Center or, or just playing a big building. And you were like, oh, that makes sense. Incubus too, bands like that. So seeing this lemo, I, I, I look at Dennis and I just go, I look at him and I go, this is not rocket. And he's like, no, no. And he goes, you know what it is? You know what they have? And I go, he has songs. And he goes, yeah, he has melody. Like you can hear right away that he has melody. He has structure. He knows it's, it was music. It wasn't just a band playing it was, it was music. And so I Googled him. I'm sitting up top and I Googled the guy and I just Googled. Le- it was funny when I started typing in Lemo, of course it, it does that predictive text and Lemmy. And then I put in Lemo and it comes up Michael Lemo guitar. And I was like, Oh, all right. Well, that's something I click on him and uh, there's his Instagram. I go to his Instagram. He's fuck. I think he's, he's actually verified. He's, he's officially. And I think he has over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram or 75,000, something I can't remember, but it was, it was a ridiculous number. And I was like, Oh, this is a guy. So I started to scroll and I started to find like on Reddit and stuff. There are people who are like, cause he does, he works for a, a guitar place and he does these videos every week where he shows you what to do and, and, and almost instructional things about how to play guitar, but it's essentially a commercial for this guitar place. And all these people were sharing the, the videos and going, this guy is good. This guy's amazing. Yeah. He may, he breaks it down. He makes it easy, but also, you know, it's not easy. Yeah. And I, I'm reading all these gearheads talking about him and I'm like, wow, fuck. And I showed it to Dennis. I go, dude, this guy, this is a guy. Michael Lemo's a guy. And the rest of the set was fucking great. They were so good. It's a three piece and they had a fucking wall of sound. Damn good. Loved them. Got to look them up. And the thing is, they're not on Spotify, which pissed me off because then he's like, hey, uh, you can buy our CD upstairs, which would be great, except uh, no computers use CDs anymore. I have fucking, you know, I literally have got this, this, my new computer doesn't have a CD drive, a disc drive. So there's nothing I can do. Your CD is great. I could skeet shoot it, but what the fuck, man, put your stuff up for streaming or somewhere I can download it. That'd be great. Um, but I get it. You know, I want to, I, like I said, I want to do another fucking CD because why not? So, uh, they were amazing, but then, you know, we're waiting around for the atomic punks and, and you know, I made fun of it (laughs) you know where this is going. I made fun of them. And, and I said to you, I've seen him three times. There's no reason to do this. My friends are coming to town. What the fuck? But in reality, what better thing to see with all of your goofy friends you grew up with than a tribute band to a band that you grew up with? I, I, I mean, the Atomic Punk come out on stage and, and 
I, I, I had told Matt, he's like, what are they going to do? And I go, all right. I said, I'll tell you what, there's three things they can open with. And, uh, and Dennis is like, all right, what do you think? And I go, I go, well, they can bitch out and open with you really got me just cause it's instantly recognizable. Although this is a room of Van Halen people. So those people are going to know catalog. I said, they can open with unchained, which makes sense. Cause it'll fucking drive this room and just fucking get already pumped up immediately. I go, but what they should open with is on fire. He's like, yeah. And I go, yeah. On fire is what Van Halen opened with early, early on, on in their, you know, they, they wind up opening with on, they opened with on fire their first couple of tours and they opened with Romeo delight after fucking women and children first came out uh, on the last tour they were opening with. He, Eddie opened with you really got me. Sometimes he opened with unchained. Sometimes uh, they did. They did a few different things. I said, but you know what? They, they should open with on fire. And, uh, and sure enough, man, they come walking on stage, they come walking downstairs and then, and I knew it. I can't even, I, it's just, and I looked at, I just grabbed Dennis by the neck and I go on fire and, uh, turn your radios on. I'll appear right there. Yes, I will. Uh, I mean, they just turn me up real loud. I'm in your air. Oh, I'm taking shots now, baby. As I, all right, never mind. Uh, it was, it, it just fucking ripped. And like I said, I made fun of it here. I made fun of it there. I made fun of it with the guys, dude, we fucking finished the Thai food and we had two hours to kill. But even before, like, cause our, we, our reservation was for six 30. We finished dinner about seven 38 and like I said, the rock the punks weren't going on until 1030. A couple of us actually took an Uber back to the house. We played fucking Euchre until 915. And then we, we, we got back in the Uber and we, like I said, we got there about 930, uh, thinking that, oh, we'll just kill an hour, but there was fucking rocket, whatever the fuck. But, uh, yeah, we played Euchre and then we, we, and, and while we were playing Euchre, I'm like, we don't really need to go meet those guys. Cause some of the guys went to the show and it was me. Woj, Dennis, and uh, Big Guy, and I'm like, well, we could just stay here and let uh, Jimmy O and Eric see the, the the punks. We don't need to fucking make that scene, right? It was so stupid. Oh, uh, it was just Eric. It was actually Eric with his friends because he met some friends at a bar, and I was like, we don't need to go meet Eric to see the punks, do we? We could just fucking stay here and play euchre, couldn't we? Because um, I was having fun visiting my friends, but then we went down there, and thank God we did, man, because we saw Lemo, and then the punks came out, and the second the first note of On Fire hit, I was 13 fucking years old. And the whole fucking show was fantastic. They killed it. They got a new guy. Brian is the new David Lee Roth. And they just fucking shredded. It was beautiful. And uh, and it's funny. I'm not a musician. You know, I put up some clips of it on the on the Joker's page. And Mex was like, hey, pick a key, fake Michael Anthony. And I'm like, I don't know the difference. I just know it was guys doing Van Halen songs and doing a pretty credible job of it. And the guitar player was fucking rare, tearing it up. I will tell you this. The one thing he stepped on his dick on was the solo. He did Eruption, and he, he worked in a bunch of stuff, like snippets of stuff. He played Cathedral. Um, he played Spanish Fly, which was pretty fucking cool. But the thing is, he did it all. He kind of did it fast. You know, he, Eddie, Eddie's fast. Eddie's fast as fuck, but Eddie has feel. Eddie has tone. And in this guy's solo, he was trying too much fast flash and getting the stuff out. Even Cathedral was too fast. But the rest of the songs, they were fucking spot on. I mean, they fucking shredded it. Uh, you know, the, he hit the solo spots, and it just it was just... It was fucking magic because it was fun. You know what I mean? It wasn't like they weren't changing the fucking world, but it was that thing where you're put in the time machine, you're sent back. And, and I, I was lucky enough to see Van Halen. What, twice, three times when they were with, you know, early with Dave, like I saw the 1984 tour and I saw the, the Diver Down tour, you know, so I saw them at peak fucking Van Halen. So it, that that's phenomenal. And then to see these guys 
come in and just, and, and he even says, you know, the Brian guy who sounded like David Lee Roth, even when he talked, which is fucking key. And he even went, he goes, Hey man, I'm just going to remind you guys, you know, we're just, we're just here keeping the music alive. We don't think we're Van Halen. We're not trying to be Van Halen. We're just letting you guys know that Van Halen exists and we love him and you love him too. Don't you? And everybody's like, yeah. And he goes, all right, well, uh, and he, hey, you know, he said the guy's name, Robert or whatever the fuck. And they just played Van Halen music. And, and funny, the guitar players wearing the Eddie outfit from the fucking Panama video. He's got the fucking dice shirt and the fucking the the multicolored jeans and shit it was just and the dave looked like dave you got up close you saw how old he was from the balcony you're like man this guy's pulling off the dave then you get close and you're like that is brian <laughs> and that was fine you know the fucking bass player had a funky jack daniels shirt on i think i mean it was just it was fun it was you know what it was it was like it was like if somebody was van halen for halloween it was fucking great and I saw it with my friends and then fucking Jimmy O and Craig, like finally at one in the morning, they're like, we got to fucking get out of here. You know, we're going to make a tombstone. I'm like, all right, go make some pizzas. So they go back and I'm, then I go down to the pit. I went down and Dennis went with them back to the house. So it's me, Woj and Eric on the floor in the pit for the final three songs. And, uh, and it was just fucking great to be that close and the energy and the fun. And I got my arm around Dave and, uh, and unfortunately Eric is singing in my ear, which is not good for anybody, but it was still fucking, it was just fucking a blast. It was so fun. God damn, I love fun. Don't you love fun? You know what's better than fun? Bitching about what you think won't be fun, and then it turns out to be fucking fun. That's the greatest thing of all time. Fuck, you give me $99 with a crab dip, a fucking bendy yoga chick who can stick her own elbow in her vagina, and a fucking fake Van Halen show? I'll have more fun than all you motherfuckers. <laughs> you guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. You guys can be my, that's a, that seems like a good place to end, doesn't it? Is that okay? I, I don't know. It seems fine to me. Uh, you guys can get me at Mike at MikeSchmidtComedy.com. Please be my friend at Facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. I, you belong there, don't you? You belong next to me. Let's go. Let's let's surf the Zuckerberg wave until this whole fucking shithouse goes up in flames, baby. Look at the goat I'm holding in my finger like a cock. Uh, all right. So, uh, so follow me at, uh, on Twitter.com slash the 40-year-old boy. Friend me at facebook.com slash the 40-year-old boy. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Snapchat. That's right. I lurk in both of those places. As I've mentioned on Instagram, I don't uh, I do not do a lot of commenting, <laughs> as you've noticed, as I've said. Uh, but I do a lot of looking. That you've definitely noticed. Snapchat, I uh, like weeks ago, I made a story up and someone was like, dude, I, I didn't even know you were alive, which was nice. Everybody's very nice. Um so follow me, Mike40YOB at Instagram and Snapchat. I'm there lurking and looking, so please be my friend. And uh, Instagram, of course. Like I said, I'm there, Mike40YOB. Did I say that already? I think I did. Well, I mean, I know I said Instagram, but did I say it a second ago? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm nothing if not puzzling. Uh, our good friend Ryan Dirks does the web stuff for this show. At least he does when I call him and ask him to. Uh, it's not like he's doing it all the time. What if he was? What if he just tapped in like a hive mind? He's like the precogs and fucking minority report. I just got him laying in a pool of fucking ooze waiting to fucking update my page. Um, you can find him at facebook.com slash Ryan Dirks and tell him he's cool. Why wouldn't you do that, right? That just seems like a nice thing to do for people. Send him a goddamn hug. What's wrong with you? You know what? Venmo him $5. Everybody do that. Don't. No, <laughs> send me the money. I need money. Uh, and our good friend David Hernandez does all the artwork and the, I'm drawing it out. All oh, the music. That's what he does. He does the artwork and the music for this show. He's the best. You can find him on several different places. You know what? First you want to do, here's where it all starts. This is, this is David headquarters. This is ground zero for our friend David. Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. He's there lurking and looking just like I said I was doing on other social media sites. Uh, he's always there. Be his friend. Why not? And while you're there, go through his photos his, his, and look, you know, all of his 
artwork that he's done for my page, certainly for the Westside 86 Jokers page. Hold on. Which is the uh, God damn. You know, it's just not, a ghost just fucked me in the mouth. I don't like that. Um, damn you, Diane. The Westside 86 Jokers page. Uh, he does. He does artwork for that. Join that, too. That's a fan club. We could use you. We need fans, right? Go ahead and step up man. be a fucking fan. What's wrong with you? Well, how dare you? How dare you listen to the show and not be in the fan club? And I know because I know the numbers of people in the fan club and I know the number of people listening to this fucking show. And uh, it's woeful. The, the ratio is woeful. You fucking woeful ratioers. Uh, although I know there's some people who don't use Facebook because they're just like Zuckerberg's a cunt. And I'm like, I don't blame you. That's fine. Exactly. I just picture that guy dressing up at night in like a cape and running around carving a Z and like fabulous artworks in his house because he's rich and fucking bored. Um, so David Hernandez, facebook.com slash David Mix Hernandez. Go find him there. Look at his photos and see all the cool stuff he's done. And also, if you you know, here's the thing you can do. He's got a closed group like a girl's group. He's got a closed group like a closed group. Uh, you can find it. It's called uh, This is Dumb, That's Dumb, You're Dumb, I'm Dumb. And you can become his friend there. Now you, first of all, you got to ask to join. You can't just mosey in. There's no, there's no swinging saloon doors on this fucking club, baby. It's locked down tight. It's like get smart, baby. You got to get in a phone booth. You got to fall down. You got to answer three fucking questions. But then there's a goat. Um, so, so do that, though. But you want to join. That's the deal. Because then you get in there. And there's uh, fucking ground beef Greg. He's there lurking and having a good time. And uh, and and Slump is McGrumpus. We've talked about him. He's certainly involved. All these characters. These are characters that Mex has uh, invented and painted. Uh, Little Stitchy. I think he's there. Or, uh, or uh, Hitchy Magoo. Whatever the fuck his name is. He's there. Uh, all of these characters are fantastic. And everybody loves them. And they're so good. They're You know what, folks? I, I'm, I dare say <laughs> they're sweeping the nation. That's what I say right now. I da- that's what I dare say. It. I dare say to you that Slumpus McGrumpus, catch the Slumpus McGrumpus wave. Why wouldn't you do that? And uh, and fucking uh, Hot Nipples Nicole or whatever the fuck her name is and her see-through fucking chamois. See-through chamois. It was Hot Tits Tina. That's what it was. Hot Tits Tina and her see-through chamois. Um, and, and then there's like, uh, there's also, there's, uh, who else is there? Did they see? I don't know. Whatever. Ground beef. Greg is there. That's the most important one. And Slumpus McGrumpus and hot tits, Tina and her see through chamois. These all exist. So please, if you want to see them, you don't want to just hear me talk about them. If you're like, if, they, if I've piqued your curiosity at all, if you're like, what the fuck is a hot tits, Tina? And what is a see through chamois? And holy fuck, what's a Slumpus McGrumpus? Then you need to go ahead and join the, this is dumb. That's dumb. You're dumb. I'm dumb group. It's available right now on Facebook. Our good friend, David Hernandez is the king. You got to send him a note. He'll send you three questions. He answers those questions. And then boom, you're in there. You're swimming around with the rest of the people, all the other cool kids, uh, all the other kids with their pumped up kicks. They're all in there right now. Um, isn't that, isn't that a song about guns, right? Isn't that, it's like hidden under like a totally fucking awesome, catchy tune, but it turns out it's really about like school shootings or something. Um, uh, you Trojan horse motherfuckers. How dare you? I don't know who, who does that. Uh, I don't know who does that. So I almost said MC Escher. I'm not joking. I was going to be like, I was going to name a fake rap band and I almost said MC Escher. Uh, you remember him painter of crazy stairs, according to our friend Stewie. All right, here's the thing. David exists. Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. Also, he's got a website. That's right. He does have a website. You can check that out. Artbydmh.com. Uh, and if you want to go there, you'll check out a lot of the corporate stuff that he does. And I know you're thinking to yourself, well, why do I got to check out all these photos, these paintings, these characters, all of this corporate nonsense? Well, here's why. Because the man's for hire. 
The man is ready to fucking paint things for you, goddammit. He's got macaroni and glue at the ready. He'll make you a fucking Christmas ornament with his own second grade picture on it with a gigantic fucking afro. Why wouldn't you want that in your fucking house? So hire the man. Do that. Go check out all of his sites, all of his cool ass stuff. Uh, as I've mentioned, Facebook.com slash David Mex Hernandez. That's important. That's the ground zero. That's that's right where you go. That's that's. Uh, where you'll find him lurking. That's his evil lair, if you will. And from that, all other things spring. Like, this is dumb, that's dumb, you're dumb, I'm dumb. And also his website, which I've mentioned. You really need to go check it out. Because if you want to see Valscapes, you want to see Guy Cons, you want to see some of the hardcore work he put in when he was working for one of the biggest advertising agencies in the goddamn world, you want to go ahead and check out his website. That's artbydmh.com, A-R-T-B-Y-D-M-H dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, with a phrase from the past of the 40-year-old boy, Mr. Tony Bennett. I don't care if her vagina has a best side Cause I'm going in the front way Sponsors, what the fuck? We've got them. What the fuckers? What the fuck? Who's drinking coffee? Hey, what's going? Lock the gates. How you doing? Uh, <laughs> do me a favor. Our sponsors are the coolest. It's a couple of podcasts, a couple of podcasters, a couple of good friends of mine. Our good friend Fearful Jesuit runs the Paranoid Strain podcast, available right now in the iTunes store. You can download it. You can download all of them, for fuck's sake. Why wouldn't you do that? Download every single one of those goddamn episodes and listen to them, man. Just fucking recalibrate your brain with some information from our buddies Dana Unicorn and the great Fearful Jesuit up there at the compound. And I say up there. You don't know where that is. Is it in Bend, Oregon? Is it in Salem, Oregon? Is it in Salem Bend, Oregon? I'm not going to say. It's in one of those places. That's all. I'm just narrowing it down for you. Because, uh, of course, if he's fucking, if he's Captain fucking Conspiracy Theory, he's going to be in Oregon, right? He's in Portland with the fascies. Isn't that the, and that's, I just read that, by the way. I'm only saying it just to be a goof. I don't mean that. Someone just said, like, fashy is short for fascist. And it's like, I just, just say fucking fascist. All right? Nobody needs fashy. Don't, don't. Tart these guys up so they sound like they're the star of a horribly leather-clad Saturday morning cartoon. Nobody wants to hear about fascies. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's like when people talk about winning a championship in the NBA or the NHL. The, you know, the NHL, you're like, win the Stanley Cup. But in the NBA, they'll be like, hey, man, these guys are going to try to win a chip. What? what the fuck is a chip? Oh, it's a championship. I shortened it. Oh, did you, you fuckhead? Why would you fucking shorten championship? How about this? How about a title? How about a ring? Those are all fine. You could have said those. Those were great. Nobody wants. To, nobody wins a chip. There's no chip. You and your fucking ridiculous AA bullshit can shove your head down into the goddamn neck of a bottle, look for a ship, and instead find bourbon and jump off the fucking planet. A fucking chip. A title or a ring will do just fine. Or how about this? You show the goddamn thing the respect it deserves, and you say championship. Nobody's winning a fucking part of a cookie. You fucking dick. Hate it. Can't stand it. So, uh, so then when see people say fashy, it's just like, I, I mean, look, we're supposed to be punching these people in the fucking face. You know, if you see a fascist hit him in the head with a cricket bat, don't give him a cute nickname. Jesus fuck. Everything's going to hell already. Nobody needs to have a, a cute nickname for it. That's like saying, Hey man, uh, never forget. I'm never going <laughs> to, I can't even get it out. <laughs> I'm going to say it though. You know, I am. Oh man. My grandfather survived the cost, man. Fuck. It must've been rough. What are you talking about? My grandfather, man, he just he was in the cost. It was terrible. What's the cost? 
Oh, man, fucking, you know, the Holocaust, man. He was fucking terrible. What are you doing? How, show the Holocaust the respect it deserves, the, the fear and the loathing it deserves, and give it and say the full word. Your grandpa didn't survive the cost. I got news for you. If you said that to your grandpa, he would hit you so fucking hard with his arm that the fucking tattooed number on his wrist would be embedded in your forehead. Fuck off the cost. Fashies, the chip. You fucking dicks. There's language, man. Get a thesaurus and a fucking dictionary. I don't know why I'm mad at you, but I am. Uh, <laughs> listen to me. And I'm going to tell you this right fucking now. I, I, If anybody ever asks you what you see in this show, you'd better play that clip of me talking about the number of the wrist and the forehead. Which, by the way, is much better than The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. But the number of the wrist and the forehead... And I'll be honest with you, I don't usually, usually the name of the show comes before the plugs. Fuck you. The number, the wrist, and the forehead is the name of this fucking show. Hold tight. Let me write down the time code so I do not forget it. I know I'm blowing the whole fucking thing for you right now. You're like, oh, this is how Mike does it. Yes, this is how Mike does it. The number, the wrist, and the forehead. If anybody ever asks you what you see in this show, tell him, well, I don't know, on the fly, because he was fucking mad at people for shorting championship to Chip, he made this up and just play them the clip and see all the color drain out of their fucking face. Uh, <laughs> I am fucking great. I mean, seriously, dudes, you have no fucking clue. I I mean, this is my year, 2020. I, I got to bring that shit to the masses, right? Isn't that the thing that gets me carried off on shoulders? The number, the wrist, and the forehead? Uh, and then to tag it immediately with the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe? Jesus. And look, nobody wants to hear me jerk off, but right now you got to listen to me jerk off because holy shit, was that a home run? You ever see Jose Batista hit a fucking home run and then flip the bat in the playoffs against the Texas Rangers? Find it. Just Google it. Just Google Batista bat flip Rangers playoffs and watch it because it's the greatest bat flip in the history of baseball. And he literally jacks it and he throws the fucking bat in the air and he stares at the pitcher. And it is I use it as a response on Twitter. Like if it's, if somebody really nails something, I just send them that gif because it is a fucking crusher. And that right there, the 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 fucking the number, the wrist and the forehead and then tying it into the line, the witch and the order. That is that is your. That is your Jose Bautista bat flip gif of fucking podcasting. Step the fuck off, Gigantor. Nobody wants a piece of me. Wild, wild west, motherfuckers. Who wants some? Uh, Fearful Jesuit runs a podcast. He and Danny Unicorn are sitting locked and loaded in a closet somewhere talking about things, things that need to be talked about, things like conspiracy theories. Uh, well, actually, that's all they talk about is conspiracy theories. He sent me the new episode. I'm looking forward to listening to it. I have not had a chance yet because it's the holidays and I've got other stuff going on. Look, I'm very busy. Don't ask me. Don't get a step off my dick. Don't ask me what I'm fucking doing. Um, but, but right now you can download all the episodes of his podcast. The Paranoid Strain Podcast is available in the iTunes store right now. Listen to it and say you love it and do me a favor. You, well, you'll love it. You won't have to say it. You'll, you'll know you love it. And then in the iTunes store, you can leave a review telling him how much you love it and telling him you heard about it from us. That'd be fantastic, please. It would really help me out and make him think that I'm a hitter and keep him on board with the sponsoring. With the sponsoring and the, and the, and the podcasting and the Dana-ing, unicorn lady. Uh, so please do that. Tell him that he's the best and tell him that I said that he's the best. And you listen to the show and you thought he was the best. Just tell him he's the fucking best. That's all that matters. Uh, but that show exists right now. The newest one, or the latest one, I should say, the one that you'll get now is about uh, anti-vaxxers. 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 
Uh, by the way, I'll be spending Thanksgiving with my auntie Vaxxer tomorrow. And, uh, well, tomorrow, well, it is Wednesday. Yeah, tomorrow you're listening today, which is Thursday, but today's Wednesday. So, you know, fuck you. It works. Uh, so that's the show right now. Go listen to the anti Vaxxer show, download it, tell him he's great. And also write him paranoid strain at gmail.com paranoid strain at gmail.com. He'll, he's available and waiting, ready to write you a fucking note, ready to tell you, thank you for whatever the fuck you've done. Any, any, any listening, any service to your country, whatever you've done. He wants to thank you, and he'll do so if you write him. Please do. Uh, that's ParanoidStrain at gmail.com. The Paranoid Strain podcast available in the iTunes store right now. It is locked and loaded, as I've mentioned uh, several times, I think, probably repeating myself more than off, more often than not. Uh, and it's, it's just, go listen, man. It's fucking really good. Subscribe, please. And then leave reviews and tell them I told you to. Or not that I told you to, but tell them you loved it and you mentioned it from us. Fuck, shut up, Mike. All right. Um... That's one sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. But do you want another sponsor? Are you thinking about possibly hearing about another sponsor? Are you just sitting around thinking to yourself, boy, oh boy, fucking sponsors, right? Huh? How about it? Sponsors? Uh, Well, here you go. Here's our good friend, Rob Matsushita. Rob Matsushita. Rob Matsushita. It just rolls right off the goddamn tongue. Uh, and he is a, look, he's a director. He's a producer. He's a writer. He's a spoken word uh, wizard, as you can tell with his podcast right now. Uh, it is available. It's called the knife drop folks. I know you're thinking to yourself, well, what is the knife drop? Well, I'll tell you this. It's uh it's a, it's a show where they talk about pop culture. It's a show that talk, they look, they talk about movies. They talk about TV. They talk about everything else. That's fun, which means, you know what? They probably discussed this podcast at length. I'll tell you this right now. I don't know what they're talking about this week, but if they don't talk about the, uh, the number of the wrist and the forehead, they are missing a hot opportunity because I have, I have just turned over the world of podcasting. I've turned it upside down. Mind you, I've grabbed the world of podcasting by its ankles. I've turned it upside down and I'm shaking all of its change out of its pockets and then taking it and going to buy myself an orange fucking Julius, you dicks. Uh, why am I mad at you guys? I'm not really mad. I mean, you're all, we're all friendly dicks, right? And motherfuckers, that's all fucking slang. All right. Um, so go listen to the knife drop. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, there's the episode where they talked about walk hard. He interviewed Christopher Chen about Asian stereotypes and casting, uh, which do exist, unfortunately. And he goes ahead and gets to the bottom of that. And of course, look, if you thought Slumpus McGrumpus was the name you wanted to know, then Big Slim McGroovy is another one who's turning this, this whole world on its ear. And Big Slim McGroovy is available uh, in the knife drop podcast talking about death at a preschool, which is a movie, or is it a movie? Is it not a movie? Could it be a movie? Should it be a movie? Go listen right now to the Knife Drop Podcast, available in the iTunes Store. Download that, please, and leave a note. Uh, leave a review in the iTunes Store going, hey, man, why don't you leave me alone? I said, hey, man, <laughs> just go ahead and leave a fucking review that says you love it. And also write Rob Matsushita a note. He's available at Facebook. That's facebook.com slash rob.matsushita. And write him a Facebook note. First of all, become his friend, and then write him a Facebook note. Ask him where he went to high school. You ask him questions. You know what? Max is asking you guys questions. Why don't you write Rob Matsushita a note and ask him about some fucking questions? Say, hey, man, you studied communication arts? Where? I don't believe you. Hey, what do you, where did you go to high school? Let me let me know about that, buddy. Um, all right. So please do me a favor. Go follow Rob. Write him a note. Download the Knife Drop podcast because uh, it is all of a piece. It is all a, a, a huge, crazy quilt of support between me and Rob and Fearful and everybody else who supports this goddamn show. Please take care of our friend Rob. Download the Knife Drop today. Uh, I'm on Cameo. Did you know this? I'm not going to get scammed like some people. I, what did I just see? Uh, Mark McGrath of Sugar Ray was paid $500 to break up with somebody's uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. And everybody was shocked. And um, 
I'm not shocked, man. People are fucking dumb. They're going to spend money on anything. Christ, people have hired me to do this goddamn stuff, and I'm not even close to 500 bucks. You know what? Let me go this route. You're going to pay $500 for fucking Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray to break up with somebody? Give me the 20, of which I only get 15. Why don't you hire me to break up with somebody? After this fucking the, the, the number of the wrist and the forehead, I, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to set Cameo on fire. I got to bump up my price. Fuck 20 slash 15. I'm going to have to bump it up so I get an, uh, an even more big taste of the gig. Uh, I need to be doing something on there because, and look, and I, I don't need to just break up with people. You can write me a note and say, hey, please go me uh, do, tell my boss he's, he's delightful. I'm happy to do that. Yeah, hey, the flowers in my garden need to pick me up. They want to bloom. Tell them they smell nice. Tell my dog he's a good boy. Oh, see, you know what? That's what I want to do. I want to open Barkio. And just fucking cameos where I just get to say good boy to dogs all the goddamn time. Somebody, listen, nobody steal Barkio. I know you fuckheads are just fucking writing it down right now. Just get a hold of me. All right. All I ask is for half. If you want to, if you're a fucking coder and you want to create Barkio where even, you know, I, I know what you're thinking. You're like, well, why would Mike just tell dogs they're good boys? All right. Here's my pitch for, for Barkio. We spin it around. You just have, you just book dogs to bark at you. How fucking great would that be? I'm going to hire a dog to bark at my cousin. Oh, dude, Barkio. Somebody fucking lock it in and give me half the money. Somebody copyright this. Whatever. I gotta, what do I have to do? Print this out and mail it to myself? What's, what are the rules now? I remember the old rules. What are the rules that I got to copyright Barkio? Don't steal Barkio from me, you jagoffs. Does somebody fucking include me? And look, make Barkio by all means. Go ahead and out and make Barkio. But do not, please do not go ahead and eliminate me from the Barkio concept because this is clearly my concept. And we can go either way. I call a bunch of dogs and tell them they're good boys or dog call a bunch of people and bark, bark, bark. Which is and, and that's not Swedish chef style. They just bark like dogs. They don't bork, bork, bork. That would be totally different. That's Sheffio. If we if we book Sheffio, then we got the Swedish chef calling people and he's borking at everybody. But if we go Barkio, we hire the dogs. They're barking at everybody. Because here's the thing. All right, you get so your friend signs you up for Barkio, and who's there? Oh, it's Pomeranian. Bark, bark, bark. He's totally happy. But somebody signs you up for Sheffio. What do you get? A call and you open it up. Bork, bork, bork. There you go. Swedish chef is right there. And do me a favor, if you're going to build Borkio or Barkio, do not del- eliminate me. Keep me in the fucking loop. I just want half. That's it. Half. It's my idea. I'll fucking split it with you if you build the fucking thing. My goddamn idea. It's the toil of my fucking loins. The sweat of my fucking brow. Just fucking include me in Borkio and Barkio, please. The fuck are we talking about? Oh, Cameo. Yeah, I'm still doing that shit. All right. So it's a hire me to do something. Call you and say, howdy. Uh, I'll call anybody and say, howdy. That's, you know what? That's exclusive. What I do. Let's, let's. Let's invent howdy-o, please. Can we do that? Can we please invent howdy-o where I only call people and say howdy? Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, I demand we make howdy-o. Uh, I'm going to make a bunch of yos. <laughs> I'm going to do this. It's going to be fantastic. By the way, all those all sound like delicious cereals, don't they? Mmm, barkios. Mmm, barkios. Mmm, howdy-os. Uh, I demand you include me in howdy-os. Uh, oh, what am I thinking? There's a cereal that was looked like an eight. It was like looking like at number eight. It looked like an infinity symbol. It was like tasted like graham crackers. What the fuck is that cereal? God damn, it was delicious. Um... All right, so hire me for Cameo, Barkio, Borkio, and Howdyo. Please, I'm available at all of them. I get $15, just 15. It's just 15 bucks. Costs you 20. I get 15. And the, the guys who invented Cameo get fucking five off of everything I say. How much did they get off the McGrath thing? You got to figure they're take, if they're taking a fourth of what I made, they got to take a fourth of that. So four and a five, one, two, uh, and then five. So they get a buck 25 out of that goddamn thing. Holy Jesus. All right.
Uh, probably could have done that math faster. All right, hire me for Cameo. Download it to your phone. Book Cameo is an app, and uh, you can hire me to do whatever the fuck you want because what am I doing these days? <laughs> Even though I'm the fucking greatest podcaster of all time, I am scooping up uh, podcasting by the ankles and again, shaking out all of its change. I've talked about that. Clearly, we all know that that's happening. Uh, so why wouldn't you hire me for Cameo? I can, I'll can i scoop up your phone and shake out all the goddamn change. All the hope and change. Is there any hope left in your phone? I'll, I'll squeeze that the fuck out. I'll, that'll be hope and change lying all over the goddamn ground, baby. Uh, I drive for Uber and Lyft. Yes, it's true. Would you like those codes? Uh, you know why? Because uh, here's why I drive for Uber and Lyft. Just for fun. I don't need the money or anything, man. I just do it to meet people. You know how it is. You know, I'm the greatest podcaster in the world. But sometimes, sometimes you just want to mingle. <laughs> I couldn't even say it. Uber and Lyft exist. Use my codes. For Lyft, it is all caps. Mike720057. That's M-I-K-E-720057. Use that if you're a first-time rider. And guess what? I get a fucking ride. What a fucking waste what a bunch of humps over there. But if you use it to become a driver, I get a bonus depending on where you drive. If you're driving in Bend, Oregon or Salem, Oregon or Salem, Bend, Oregon, where our fucking fearful Jesuit buddy is, then I'll get nothing. But if you do it in Los Angeles, look at me getting fucking $500 for the first hundred rides you do. God damn, somebody fucking sign up already before this whole house of cards crumbles. Um, but that's Lyft. Mike 720057. Uber, the code is different. It's all lowercase as far as I know. DJZW1YTTUE. That's DJZW1YTTUE. Please go ahead and sign up. If you're a, again, if you're a first time rider, use my code for Uber and then and then just fucking get me a ride for no reason. But if you want to be a driver, then use my code for Uber and drive, drive, drive and make me all the cash in the goddamn world. You know, we have a Twitch channel. You're damn right we do. Uh, it's twitch.com. Nope, twitch.tv slash uh, Mike40Y. No, the 40-year-old boy. I don't fucking know. I'm on Twitch. Just go to, just Google Twitch, the 40-year-old boy. My channel will come up. Follow the channel. Subscribe to the channel. You can throw me a couple of bucks. If you're an Amazon Prime subscriber, it doesn't cost you anything, man. You get a free Twitch subscription that you can use. So you can actually throw that my way. I get five bucks. That makes it for the shortfall from the cameo dicks. So I'll get that five bucks. So here's the thing. You hire me for a cameo. You pay 20 and I only get 15. But then you throw me your free Amazon Twime, uh, Twime, Pritch, Pritch, Twitch Prime. Ooh, my mouth is. There's actually smoke coming out of my mouth. I'm fucking flying through this goddamn thing. Um, then that's five bucks that I, I make up on the back end. Look at you taking care of me, making sure that I'm made whole, as they say in corporate parlance. Uh, so go ahead and hire me for Twitch. Or no, don't hire me for Twitch. Come and watch me on Twitch. I play games. I'm not there. Uh, well, today's Wednesday. I'm not there, but you don't care because I'm recording this today. But tomorrow is Tuesday. Or no, it's Thursday. Shit. Uh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not playing again tomorrow. I may show up Friday. Uh, at least for an hour or two. And it might be a, just a chat. It could be me, uh, you know, playing a game. Could be horse opera. Could be me playing Red Dead Redemption. Um, and I have an idea. I'm going to start a new game next week, which will be Monday the 1st. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. I'm trying to make it happen. But uh, the point is, go ahead and follow me on Twitch. And again, if you follow or subscribe, that'd be great. Again, you give me some dough. That'd be fine. If you wanted to use the Amazon Prime, I would love it. Uh, but find my Twitch channel, follow and subscribe and watch me play games. And uh, if you think I'm great now, imagine what it's like if you get to look at me while I'm talking. Oh, man, gaze into these empty black eyes like a doll's eyes. Go ahead and stare right into them and see where my soul went. Uh all right. You know what, folks? I have a YouTube channel as well. That's right. Go ahead and sign up for my YouTube channel. Please follow it. There's more things to come. There's all sorts of things, reviews, movies, and me eating candy bars that I shouldn't eat and telling you what they taste like and possibly weird chips. Who knows? 
Uh, I'm just going to fall in and do what everybody else is fucking doing there. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to either, either that, or I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk politics. Oh, won't that be interesting? (laughs) Oh, what if I had a political fucking YouTube channel? You know, the people who do that do it well, but I'm saying, what if I just wandered into that swamp? Hey, here's the thing about zoning laws. Shut the fuck up, gramps. Nobody fucking wants to hear you on YouTube rattling your fucking cup, looking for nickels while you talk about, well, here's why socialism should take a shut up. Nobody cares about you and politics. Uh, and by, by you, I mean me, of course. Nobody wants to hear me talk about that. I'm, I just I just did a Holocaust joke a second ago. I shortened the Holocaust with a fucking apostrophe in front of it like ma'am. Um, I know ma'am, the apostrophe is in the middle. Shut the fuck up. All right. Um, please, YouTube. It's great. <laughs> I have a channel. Go subscribe to it. It would make me very happy. And I may, here's the thing, I may wind up streaming games on YouTube eventually. You know why? Because one guy asked me about it. That's that's how I handle my business these days. One guy's like, hey, ever think about doing this? And I'm like, why not? What the fuck else am I doing? That sounds like a great plan. Uh, sure. Uh, so Paranoid Strain, uh, oh, why am I talking about them again? Jesus, see, that's how my brain works. Uh, so So go there, please, and sign up for my YouTube channel and find me because I'm great. Uh, I have a Patreon as well. If you want to donate to that and become a patron. And after this fucking show, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, I, you, you hear me talking about fucking uh, a woman who looks like a pile of limbs. Jesus God, I'm the fucking king. I, I talked about a woman locking her ankles behind her head and, she, and how it goes how, how it goes from strip show to like danger in an instant. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of funny in this show. Share the, You know what? I'm going to take next week off just because this show is so fucking good. You got to listen to it twice. Listen to this show now and then next week re-listen to it and just go, God damn, that was a great show last week. But holy shit, is it even better? This show's like fucking spaghetti sauce. It's fucking great now, but you throw it in the fridge for a week and you eat it next week. Holy fuck, will this be good? It gets a chance to blend, man. It gets the, the flavors get to all mix into one another. This is the fucking spaghetti sauce of podcasts. Throw it in the fridge. Listen in a week. It's going to be delicious. Um, what the fuck else? Uh, oh, Patreon. So I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash the 40 year old boy. Find me on there, please. Or just Google Patreon, the 40 year old boy and support this fucking show, man. I deserve it. It's not even like I need it anymore. I fucking deserve it. I've done the show for, we're in the 12th year, you fucks. And I'm still talking about a microphone at a desk. Look at me. I'm not letting pod fade get me. I mean, granted, the show comes out on Thursday sometime, or Thursday night or Friday or whatever the fuck sometimes. But I mean, that's a small price to pay for this kind of wizardly genius for, for the fucking Jose Batista fucking of podcasting gifs uh, this is a bat flip. This is a, this shows a goddamn bat flip. Who wants some? All right. So please follow my Patreon and give money to it. That'd be cool. I'd love it. Uh, love seems strong. I'd be thoroughly happy. Uh, please do that. And also, here's the thing you can do. Uh, I have a SoFi account. What? Yes, I do. It's a money market type account. Uh, I don't know fuck all about this kind of stuff, but I do know that the people who are signing up with me are getting $50 referral fees. Here's the deal, man. You use my link. Okay. And then uh, and you open your own SoFi account with 100 bucks. And then you get your own referral link and I get $50 from you signing up. And then you can use your referral link to, like your sister and she signs up and you get $50. It's fucking amazing. You get 50 bucks for signing up. You get 50 bucks for giving me a fucking jingle jangle. I mean, why wouldn't you fucking do any of this? Uh, SoFi is available right now. And the link is on the Facebook page. I, you know, I should really find the fucking hold on. Let me try to see if I can find the link. I don't know if I can or I cannot. I don't know. <laughs> hold on. Where is SoFi? Uh, there. Oh, here it is. It's right here. Let's see if they'll let me do this. Um, does it come up? Does the, is the link there? That would be cool if it was. Hold on. Um. 
I'm trying to see. Hold on. This is bad. I'm trying. <laughs> I can't. God damn it. Where's the link? All right. Uh, yeah, this is this is good podcasting. By the way, I, su- I was great a second ago. Now I suck. I completely suck at podcasting. Um, the point is I have a SoFi uh, thing. Oh, it's, oh, it's now $25. Hold on. It's been changed. I'm, I'm glad I checked this out. It's now $25 for you. I don't know if it's $25 for me. I don't I haven't gotten a note. But you, you will get $25 when you fund your account with a, at least $100. So wouldn't you want $25? Bucks? Uh, you know, if you'd done it two weeks ago, you would have got $50, bucks, you lazy fuck. So go ahead and do it now and get $25. Uh, there are plenty of people who've done it, and they've all received their dough, and it makes me very happy to say that they were supporters, and it helped me out, and, uh, and I hope it helps you out as well, folks. So go ahead and sign up for my SoFi. Uh, I'll send you the link. The link is right now on my Facebook, the fan club page. I know if you don't use Facebook, I should tweet it too, but that just feels stupid and desperate. Um, so contact me if you want the SoFi link and I'll, I'll give it to you <laughs> or go to the Facebook page or whatever the fuck, but it exists and it, and it, and it belongs there. Please, please. I say, uh, we have Amazon, a link. Oh, that's available. You can use that. I don't need to give you a link for that. You just go to MikeSchmidtComedy.com, go to the merchandise page, click on through to the other side, like our friend Jim Morrison told you to do, and then you'll be there lurking on the merchandise page, and there's the Amazon link. Click on that, and then you're shopping. Hey, you're shopping. And you were going to go to Amazon anyway, and this is really important because Black Friday is uh, in two days, so you should definitely use this on Black Friday. You're going to be buying Amazon stuff anyway, right? So go ahead and use my fucking link. It costs you nothing extra. It costs you 10 seconds to find the link. Go to my page, go to the fucking merchandise page, click on the Amazon link, and you're shopping, and I get a taste of it. Thank you for supporting the show. Black Friday is a very big day for us. Thank you for thinking of us. Also, uh, Digital Monday, whatever the fuck is coming up. We'll talk about that later. Cyber Monday, is that what it is? Uh, I don't know what it is, but Black Friday is very important. Cyber Monday also important. All these dates are very, you know what? Just use it every fucking day. Use the Amazon link every time you use Amazon. Just have it queued up. Go to the MikeSchmidtComedy.com website. Go to merchandise page. Click on the Amazon link. You're shopping. It costs you nothing but time. And then I get a taste of it. It helps this show continue. Thank you. We get money. They get money. You get stuff. Again, a perfect symbiotic relationship. We get money. They get money. You get stuff. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it? Uh, I'm starting a mailing list again. Uh, thank you to everybody who's responded. You've gone on the mailing list. I have not written a newsletter yet, so don't think that it's gone out, but you will be getting a newsletter shortly. Uh, I was giving people time to sign up because people, people consume podcasts at a different rate. So there are people who don't even know I have a podcast, uh, mailing list. There's people that don't even have a podcast. Let's talk about that. Uh, but you want to do this. Uh, you want to sign up for my MailChimp mailing list because there are newsletters are coming. And they'll be coming with, you know, with every podcast. And also, maybe just uh, every day. Maybe I just pop in on you and say, how you doing? Maybe I'm the nurse who comes into your hospital room every day and opens up your goddamn blinds and wakes you up at 6.30 in the fucking morning. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, ta-da! Uh, you want to do that? You got to sign up. You got to write me a note at heymikeadme at gmail.com. That's that's how you voluntarily get put on the list. heymikeadme at gmail.com. Now, I will tell you this. If you've sent me a note to one of my other emails, I'm probably going to put you on the list anyway. And then you can just unsubscribe if you'd like. But uh, but I think if you've sent me a note, you don't mind getting more notes from me, right? Is that a thing? I don't know. It's the fucking internet. Who knows? Everything's changing. Young people. <laughs> Why did I say young people? Who knows? HeyMikeAdMe at gmail.com. HeyMikeAdMe at gmail.com. And then you'll get on my MailChimp mailing list and you'll get all sorts of... Uh, look, if you don't, if you think talking, if you think listening to me talk or watching me on Twitch is fucking gold, where do you get to read me in print? Oh, the unexciting killed by fucking the internet print. I'm, I'm going to be ring, bringing you words that are arranged in sentences and paragraphs. Uh, you can't wait. Yeah, I know you just can't wait. So send me a note. Hey, Mike, add me at gmail.com. 
And uh, and you know what, man? It's fucking Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. That's all I'll say to you. I'm, I'm, what am I thankful for, you ask? Well, it's interesting you would say that. No, I, it's not interesting you would say that at all. Of course you ask. And I say every year. Uh, I'm thankful for everybody who listens to this show. Anybody who's ever listened to the show, anybody who's ever laughed uh, at something I said, that's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for Lily, who was here for so many years. I'm thankful for Eric for making me do this. I'm thankful for... Pat and Jimmy, who if they weren't going to do their Steve Perry story, it wouldn't have scared me into doing this fucking thing. I'm happy for Steve Perry for having lunch at the fucking Louisa's Trattoria and being the first fucking story ever told on this goddamn show. Um, I'm happy and thankful. I guess I should be thankful. I should be thankful instead of happy. I'm thankful for David because he does unbelievable work and he really helps me out with the artwork and the music and he just, he classes up this joint, man. I mean, I'm really good at what I do, but then you add him into the mix and holy shit, are we an unbeatable fucking pair. We are the goddamn wonder twins of podcasting form of a jagoff shape of another jagoff. It's perfect. Uh, I'm thankful again. Like I said, Lily and Eric, who I wouldn't even be doing this if it wasn't for him. I'm thankful for Jimmy Pardo because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be having a show. He was the catalyst. He got you guys fucking on board and listening. And, and that makes me very happy. I'm happy for anybody who stuck with me. Anybody who listened to Never Not Funny and then came over to fucking listen to me on the 40-year-old boy. I'm happy for anybody who's still here 12 years into the run. And I'm happy for anybody who joined me this late in the run. Because you probably thought to yourself, what the fuck is this dumb show? And then you find out I'm doing all these in-jokes and references from eight years ago. And you're like, holy fuck, I was in high school, man. Why the fuck am I listening to this guy? And then you listen because, you know why? The fucking the number, the wrist, and the goddamn forehead. That's why you fucking listen. You realize that I can't be stopped. You realize that I'm a fucking whirlwind, a goddamn podcasting tsunami me and you're just going to fucking drown in me fucking forever. Um, and I'm thankful and grateful for everybody who's joined the Westside 86 Jokers page. I'm thankful and grateful for everybody who comes to Twitch and watches me there. I'm thankful and grateful for anybody and everybody who thinks that I can be more than I am and does everything they can to contribute money or attention or laughter or feedback to make sure that I am on the right path to being exactly what they thought I could be. Thank you so much for everything. I love you guys. I do. There's no... I'm not going to sugarcoat it and be some fucking idiot. I mean, I just, I guess I did sugarcoat it by saying I love you, right? That's a sugarcoating, I suppose. Um, you mean a lot to me. This this show is what I, you know, I always talk, like I said, this is the one thing I have, man. I mean, I've got other shit. I've tried to apply for other jobs. Also, you know, Twitch, whatever the fuck, YouTube, all that exists, man. But this, nothing, everything comes from this. Jim, David and I have had that conversation. When I'm talking about Twitch or this or that, and he's just like, you know, the podcast is the fucking, that's the, that's the Rosetta Stone, baby. That's the fucking touchstone of this whole goddamn enterprise. The tendrils spring from this. So uh, so it's this show that has made it possible for me to do all of these other things that I tell you about at the end of the show with plugs, uh, Cameo and Twitch and fucking SoFi and Uber and Lyft and YouTube and the fucking sponsors and Amazon links and newsletters and Patreon. All that shit exists because of this show. And this show exists because of Eric, because of Lily, because of David. Because of me, certainly, because I'm the fucking talent, and because of you. So to everybody who's ever listened, everybody who still listens, everybody who ever laughed or still laughs, uh, thank you uh, on this Thanksgiving. And please know that you are making everything possible every single moment, and, uh, and you all have a special place in my heart and my mind, and always will because you've made it possible for me to do the thing that I'm best at, and I love you for it. Cool? All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.
there's anything I like more than me It's people who like me I love me, but if you love me I love you, cause you know why We both love me, how great am I Let's talk about that for a while And by a while, I mean forever Podcast! Podcast!